Another week. Another talking dirty. I didn't think you were doing it. Oh. <laughs> I didn't think you were doing it. Oh. I did. Oh. <laughs> this week we have for you. Ow. In the NBA, the nuts are broken. Um, That's all. <laughs> and overall. Uh, in the NFL, we go over the week eight recap injuries. We talk all about the trade deadline and the various moves over the past couple of days. We got our segments returning, and then we got the week nine pickums. Then for pop culture, we talk about our shows Andor, Tales of the Jedi. Wrap it all up in a nice little bow with jams of the week. With that, Ryan, how about a word from our sponsors? Yeah, like always, shout out to Kent Brothers Painting. Mm-hmm. Uh, 412-784-1577. Once again, 412-784-1577. Uh, give them a call today if you need your house or whatever really painted. Yeah. Um, there's a actually a little, nice little testimonial from a coworker of mine. She, she's Kent's brother's painting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think to stain her deck. Oh, they do uh, staining I jobs I don't too? know if that's true or not. Oh, that's nice to know. No, I don't think so. I don't think staining your deck. They might mm-hmm. do it to, I've just painted out of their house and then that's why I thought staining deck. So just painted in her side of her house. And um, then she got a bunch of work, and she said, I'm calling them as soon as this work's done because I want them to come paint on my stairs. Oh, uh, okay. So that's not the deck, stairs. Gotcha. But regardless, they do it all. Give them a call today, 412-784-1577. But all right, time to let's get into it. You. Yeah. All right, uh, guy, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right, man. Um, how's your Halloween? Did you did you go trick or treating? No. Okay. Did you? I considered it. Do they win jobs? Kids come back? <laughs> no, they didn't. Do we ever talk about it on the podcast? <laughs> Guy, guy's house is haunted by some two little boys who are looking for their whim chimes. Dude, like, it was so weird. Like they just rolled up to my place like. You were here, and thank God. It was a pod night. Yeah. No, it was two kids. It's a pod night. Oh, yeah, it was a pod night, yeah. Thank God you were here, because otherwise, like, I'd tell people this story, and they wouldn't believe me. But, like, they just rolled up. It was, like, 9 o'clock at night, and they were like, hey, like, you own this place, right? I was like, yeah. I was like, they're like, did you, do you happen to see any wind chimes around? I was like, what? (laughs) What kid's looking for wind chimes? What is this, like, 1930? Yeah, one kid was was like, I used to live here. (laughs) Yeah. Is my wind chime still in the backyard? Can we check? And you're it like, was no. so wild. They asked if they can check, and you're like, no. I told them they could check the backyard because I, I knew they weren't back there, and I was like, whatever. Like, you can roam around the backyard. That's fine. Like, <laughs> that's creepy as fuck. It is creepy, but I was like, whatever. Like, so then, my own At least theory. then it like fills their need. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they're like happy. They looked, you know. But like, I'm like, I don't have. I see my in my right. mind is they're just ghosts. They're dead kids who. It could be. They're yeah. all, uh, the eternity journeys to <laughs> try to find the wind chimes. Oh, man. Um, no, like, Halloween's good. We went to two parties. Mm-hmm. Um, we were vampires, and my teeth wouldn't stand. Oh. Like, literally, b- like, literally, Chelsea got these. I wanted to get the these vampire fangs I saw on Instagram where it has a bar, and you flip the bar down with your tongue, and it makes the fangs like, come down. Oh. So sweet. But every review I found was like one star because they hurt. <laughs> so we didn't do yeah. that but then Chelsea don't worry about it. I'll find fangs she found these fangs her dentist friend I got like the temporary paste thing you can like put mm-hmm. them in with yeah and 
they were in like, oh, cool. It looks really cool. It looks like I, they're really my teeth. The second I sip something, they, they start falling out. Yeah. yeah. You know, like this. Why would we fucking do this if we can't drink and we're going to parties with like a keg and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. This doesn't make sense. So that besides that, that was pretty, it was pretty fun. That's cool. Got That's trash. Cool. How about you? That, that feels like a problematic thing, too, if you're trying to be a vampire. Because like otherwise, if you don't have the fangs, like, what are you? You know, like, I was just a goth kid. <laughs> yeah. I was just wearing all black. I'm just like an angsty teenager <laughs> yeah the good thing is i was like looking for a uh more modern look i wasn't doing like the blah. yeah, yeah. I all stuff. so i like slicked my hair back wore shades inside the entire night stuck to the bit okay that's smart I, yeah I, I, I wore that all night and then mm. i just wore all black cool all right good shit um dress up nah oh. i'm kind of a halloween grinch i don't know that's stupid i didn't get candy that's stupid. I mean, I, I I also saw all these videos like on the internet, like of all these kids, like you know where you have like the take one sign yeah. that never works. Yeah. And you just see kids like run up, take all the candy, and then flick off the little like door <laughs> cam, and then just yeah. scurry off. And I was like, that's exactly who I don't want knocking at my door. Yeah. Like these little like snot. So, so brats. you didn't even give out candy? No, no. Oh, you're a fucking. You just don't turn on the lights. You know. You're I mean? a son you of a bitch. You just don't like put the lights outside, like because that's that's what that's the signal. Like, hey, you can get candy here. Yeah, I'm, the lights are on. I'm 100. percent I gave out candy this year. Yeah. At my parents' house, we, we get full size. Mm. We ain't no, we ain't no. No, you gotta go. If I was gonna give out candy, it'd be full size. I told yeah. my mom because my mom asked if, if next year on my house I'm gonna do that mm-hmm. full size, and I said if it's not full size and all I can get is fun size, I'm letting them take like as many multiple handfuls. Yeah. Like if you want, like what Smart what do you think move. is equivalent to a like a full bar? The last thing you want to do is piss off kids at Halloween because then you're the targeted house for devil's egging and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, that and just it's just like a wholesome holiday for mm-hmm. kids. So I'm like I want I want them to. Grow up like, oh, dude, this one house is sick. These people full sizes. I just, want to, <laughs> yeah. I just want to be remembered. Dude, there was one house when I was trick-or-treating. They had a vending machine they had set up, like a homemade vending That's machine. sick. And you would just, like, put in, like, uh, like these little coins they had, and they would just pop out full-size bars. That was awesome. Yeah. That'd be so sick. It was, like, the go-to house every year. And then there was some old lady that would just hand you out, like, uh, five bucks. Oh, I've got that. Before. I <laughs> yeah. like that too. That's fun. Yeah. At the time, I was but a I was kid. Like, That'd be pricey as shit. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I used to. I think I used to. I used to get like little uh, goodie bags with like fake vampire teeth, mm-hmm. two dollars, and then like yeah, like a couple pieces of candy. Yeah, I love that. Were you a fan of the popcorn balls? I was telling my dad. Actually, me and my dad were talking about this. That's the only non like candy I would accept to get on Halloween. Yeah, I hated house to give away like little bags of chips or little pretzels or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I said the popcorn balls because I don't know where you can get them outside of that's a being a point. kid trick or treating. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't see them anymore. It's but like they're somebody, so good. It's like somebody just makes them and then hands them out to the parents that want to give them out of Halloween. It's like a, and that's it's it. like apply each year to be able to hang it out because <laughs> yeah. I literally never seen them in a store. I never seen them outside of me being a kid getting them for Halloween. Yeah, it's like a PlayStation Five. You got to be like on a wait list on Amazon yeah, yeah, to like yeah. get them. <laughs> but but my dad, me and my dad both agreed popcorn balls are very underrated. Gotcha. Very gotcha. underrated. Um, so I actually do have a little note for banter. Yeah. Um, this might offend some, like one of the three listeners we have that might lose someone. I, I think I, it's worth the risk. I hate gearheads. I hate guys who like my car is louder than your car. I'm the, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm the alpha. <laughs> like I, so I was uh I was driving here yeah. and. The very first turn, it was like some old-looking Jeep that you can tell got restored. Yeah. And he started flooring it. Mm-hmm. There was a loud backfire. Yeah. And then it was like, going down the highway. <laughs> yeah. And so 
and he like thought he was like a million miles per hour. I took my my quieter Volkswagen Jetta, pulled up right next to it, made eye contact, shook my head like the guy from oh, Happy Gilmore, and yeah. I just drove away. Then you tell me he got behind me, he's trying to catch up with me, just like the <laughs> fuck you, bud. But I just burnt his fucking loud ass old ass Jeep out, and then immediately next light, there's a two motorcycles. Oh, <laughs> motorcycles pissed me off more. Yeah, it's just. It's, so the one thing that kills me is like I was in traffic. It was like standstill traffic, three seventy six. This biker goes in between the lanes just to like cut all the traffic. I was aggravated. As I, hell. I hate that. <laughs> so mad. I hate that. But um, but see, I get motorcycles more than I get just like who mm. wants like a fast muscle car if it goes like if it means you're being the loudest person on the earth. Because yeah. I even hate like whenever my car's being too loud, my car's not loud. Yeah, yeah. Like I think I'd rather I'd rather be going. I'd rather be in a car that can go a hundred in some miles per hour off the jump, but be completely silent. Yeah. Then a car yeah. goes zero to 60 in like three minutes and it goes. It's, it's funny. Cause my little brother is like one of these people. And I always tell him like, when I see him, I'm like, and he like is working on that shit. I'm like, I, if you were my brother, I'd absolutely hate you on the road. <laughs> I would hate yeah. you so I, much. I, I absolutely hate your brother. Yeah. But well, uh, I love him, but I hate him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice kid, but I hate him. But uh, the other point I had was I love the head shake as, as a passive-aggressive, like, it's, like, not the middle finger, but it's almost worse than the middle finger. Just being like, no, dude, like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> this guy was pissed. I could tell. This <laughs> yeah. guy, this guy tried to follow me down. so much more. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so, I love it. <laughs> One time, I was very hungover. Yeah. Driving back somewhere, maybe a little high. And some guy was being a douchebag, so mm. I flipped him off, and I drove by him, and then he, uh, but I flipped him off like this way, like yeah. on my passenger side, like my left arm, like when I was driving, mm-hmm. and he got so pissed, and he tried to ride my ass, tried whatever, <laughs> and so then I was too hungover to actually deal with conflict, so I just pretend like I didn't do it, so what I did was I put my arm up like this, like 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 resting on the window with my just my fingers hanging and my middle finger up like that. Mm-hmm. So he pulled next to me all mad, then like looked over at me and I pretended like I didn't notice he was there. <laughs> and he probably was like, Oh shit, he didn't actually flip me off. To me look like I was just being casual. Uh. Got completely out of it. <laughs> Biggest bitch move I ever did. I started a fight to pretend like I didn't do it. Nah, that's cool. But I just was too hungover to deal with that. <laughs> all right. All right. But yeah. All right. Let's take it over to um real quick, World Series. Right now the series is tied two mm-hmm. to two. Yeah. Um Phillies, Astros were up by five runs, four runs, five runs in game one, and Philly was able to come back at the end and win that. Um, game two, the Astros won. Game three, Philly destroyed. Mm-hmm. Like, crush it. I, McCullers, the pitcher for Seven the Astros. Yeah, he he was tipping his pitches all night, yeah. which, like, you do something different for a different pitch, like, as you warm up. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because, like, the one, the visual is, like, Harper figured out what his tip was. Yeah. Took him yard. As soon as he got back to dugout, the next person up, he whispered something in his ear. <laughs> next batter. Bomb. Cranked a home run. Yeah. <laughs> so like he just told him what his tell was. That's got to be the most deflating thing as a pitcher. It's that's like, oh, cr- Yeah, that's man. awful. They figured me out. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing you can do about it either. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. So, um, yeah, that series is getting exciting. Um, they're playing currently, and it's a bum the first, tied 1-1. Okay. Um, they're in Philly because there was a rain delay. They should be in Houston by tonight instead, or tomorrow, rather, mm-hmm. uh, where both Philly and Houston will be playing in Houston. Yeah. Two different sports would be kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, so you're still in the Astros there? Still in the Astros. I think the series is great, though. Like, if I was a fan of baseball more so, I think I'd be more intrigued just because 
Um, a lot of like pendulum pendulum swings in this series. Like after the first game, I saw like what happened. I was like, dude, the Phillies probably got this in the bag right now. Mm-hmm. Come back from a five nothing deficit late in the first game and win when you're the underdog. Like that's huge. And that was their first loss, the Astros' first loss in the first postseason. loss, first loss of the postseason. Yeah, and then you had the second game where the Strohs just like killed them too. Reminded them there. Yeah, reminded them what's up, and then it's like I don't know. And then you had like the blowout by the Phillies in the next game, and it was like, and then oh, I forgot. Yeah, last night. Mm-hmm. And then Houston last night, no hitter. Yeah, and then Houston got a no hitter, like another momentum swing in Houston's favor. So I don't know how the series is going to go. I'm still pulling for the Strohs, but we'll see. Yeah, this is the second no hitter in World Series history. Um, who's the first? It's a combined no hitter. Uh, the only other previous no hitter in the World Series was a perfect game by Don Larson for the New York Yankees against the Brooklyn Dodgers in 1956. Right. So, like, whenever like everyone sucked. Yeah, this yeah. is the first like modern day no hitter in postseason history in the last like how many years? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's just really cool. Um, I forget who started. I want to say it was. Let me look it up real quick. Yes, uh, Javier is Christian Javier, or however you say his last name. Mm-hmm. He got pulled in the sixth, but he took it took him all the way to the sixth. All right. Yeah. So that that that's an interesting World Series right there. I thought the Astros were going to mop the floor with them. Um, obviously, that's not the case. Philly is showing that they have a little more fight in them than than a lot of people thought. Okay. Um, but yeah, let's take it over to uh, college football. Yes, I have college football this week. First, uh, I'm going to start just focusing on, like, the playoff teams now. Okay. I'm not going to talk about uh, how Pitt sucks and how Narduzzi needs fired, which Pitt sucks and Narduzzi needs fired. It's just implied at this point. Uh, So, real quick, I will talk about the Pitt. (laughs) So, it was – let me pull up the box score because I believe – yeah, so at halftime of this game, it was was 17 to 14 Pitt. Yeah. Final score is forty-two to twenty-four, North Carolina. Jeez, all twenty-one points to nothing. Twenty-one to nothing in the fourth quarter. Oh my lord! Uh, Narduzzi <laughs> sucks. We had the lead at half and we just blew it. Um, I mean, North Carolina's ranked, so that that would have been like a big win for us. But North Carolina's getting better each year, but it still just sucks. Yeah, uh, Narduzzi needs fired. He does. It's 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 over. Absolutely. Um, but from the top teams last week, a little recap. Um, Tennessee, who's been playing unreal all season. Lights out. Uh, they kicked the living shit out of Kentucky. Uh, the final score was 44-6. to uh, Kentucky's a ranked team, too. To be able to blow them out that big is crazy. Yeah. Um, Michigan played Michigan State. Nice rivalry there. I believe there was a fight. In the tunnel after or something like that, mm-hmm. or maybe before, maybe during. I forget. It's just these two teams hate each other and they they fight all the time. Yeah. But Michigan was able to get the dub twenty nine to seven. Alabama did not play or did they play? Let me see. Sorry, I had I thought I saw them. Georgia kicked the living shit out of Florida, but the Florida kind of fell off. They were ranked near near the beginning of the season and uh, they kind of fell off. Oh, and Ohio State, the last one. Ohio State kicked the shit out of Penn State. Ohio State was the rank number two, and Penn State was number 12, 13, and they lost 44 to 31. Gotcha. So that's kind of just a review of last week. Moving forward, uh, the college football playoff rankings have started becoming a thing as of Tuesday, um, which means AP pool does not matter anymore. That's irrelevant. It's more of a suggestion for the college football pool at this point because <laughs> that is really what matters. That's what determines who makes the playoffs and who doesn't. Um, 
And just off the top, before we get into what the actual rankings are, the chairman for the selection committee, his name's Boo Kerrigan or, Cor- or Corrigan. Boo's is the first name. B-O-O. Okay. B-O. B-O-O. Not oh. Bo. It's not Bo. It's Boo. Boo. It's Boo Corrigan. C-O-R-R-I-G-A-N. Um, I just thought that was a funny name. That Boo is a Corrigan. funny name. Um, but all right, as of right now, the the playoff rankings are six Alabama, five Michigan, four Clemson, three Georgia, two Ohio State, and one Tennessee. Uh, obviously, it means Alabama and Michigan are on the outside looking in, and the other four teams are in right now. Mm-hmm. We have some notable games coming up next the next week. Kind of maybe we'll shake it up a little bit. Um, Tennessee is playing Georgia in Georgia. Huge game. Huge game. I think Tennessee loses. They still make it into the top four. Yeah, Georgia goes back up to one. Tennessee's they Part just swap. Four. Yeah, they just swap or Tennessee goes to four. Yeah, because yeah. I think in if if they don't make the top four, they're five. Mm-hmm. They're just out because it's a it's a road game. It's an SEC road game. Mm-hmm. It's one versus three. Yeah, that's that's a tough game. No matter if you are the one seed, they're probably not even gonna be favorite. Let's look. Let's see if they're favorite. They will be because they are the one seed. It'll be like a pick 'em almost, though. Georgia's favored by eight. Eight? Yeah. Jesus. That's that's how much home field matters in college football. That's I guess that's true. Yeah. Because you go some of these places, though. it's wild there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if Tennessee just ends up covering, I think that minimum change. Yeah. If they get blown out, I think it could be like they're outside out of the top four. Yeah. They're for outside sure. looking in. I agree. But if they keep it close or they're in the game the entire time, time, yeah. Even if it's two scores, if they're just like, it's just the other score comes near the end of the game, mm-hmm. so be it. I think they'll be okay. Yeah. Um, another notable game is Bama's playing LSU. LSU Ooh. is currently uh, number 10. So it's right. six versus 10. It's a little closer in rankings, even mm-hmm. though LSU is not in the top six right now. Um, if they can somehow beat Alabama. Alabama's they, they might switch places, you know. Yeah, LSU so might jump all the way up there, and Bama might drop all the way down there. I, I would agree because that'd be what two losses for Alabama. Yeah, which LSU also has two losses. Mm-hmm. But so I would just, agree. Yeah, I think you swap there. Um, for the other top teams here, we got Clemson's playing Notre Dame. Clemson's three and a half point favorites. Um, I think they should win that game. Michigan's playing Rutgers. Michigan's a twenty six point favorite. <laughs> Complete craziness um and that's it that's all the top six teams because we were talking about three of them all right good shit good shit let's go to tennessee i'm pulling for tennessee man i'm pulling for tennessee too oh wait mm-hmm. ohio state who's ohio state playing Clark probably bump fuck nobody northwestern they're 38 point favorites <laughs> <laughs> jesus 38 yeah. point favorite <laughs> yeah 38 um their favors like an over underline like <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's probably what the Steelers uh, over under was a couple weeks ago against uh, the Bucks. Wasn't it like 39 or something like that? It was. Yeah. It was like 14. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the over under. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably that game was around. Maybe like, that game yeah. was around 38. It's kind of funny. That the Thursday night game was the uh, Broncos and Colts. I yeah, think it was like 38, 39 or something like uh, that. Well, the Broncos versus Jags last week in uh, London was thirty nine and a half. Maybe that's where I'm thinking. Of. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely that, a Broncos game for sure. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. But all right, that's all I got for the college football playoffs as of right now. All right, um, yeah, it's good time to see. I'm definitely pulling for them, even though we played them this year and they beat us. Um, dude, that's crazy to think that like if we had a better coach, 
we'd be in this conversation right now. Because mm-hmm. we were playing so – we beat West Virginia. It was a tough game. We beat them. We should have beat Tennessee. And then our, we just got in our doozy. Yeah, dude. I, I I said this before, but, like, I think Pitt should have been ranked last year, not this year. We were ranked last year. Were we? Like, preseason? Oh, not preseason. No. Yeah, I think pre. I think we should have been ranked preseason last we year. Were, we got ranked about halfway through the season. That's right. Say. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then we ended up making, like, one of the biggest bowls that weren't the playoffs. Yeah. The Peach Bowl. That was probably – I think we finished the season, like, yeah, and Kenny Top didn't 10. play, and the Mission State quarterback Michigan didn't State, play. Yeah, and yeah. but Kenny Walker did and toasted him, I think. Uh, okay. You know, Kenny Walker didn't play. Kenneth Walker didn't play, too. He has another big loss. But all right, um, let's take it over to NBA. All right. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. All right, NBA this week. Um, we'll, we'll get into it, but Kyrie's a piece of shit. Who's <laughs> on the top? I want to say that. Um, all right, we're gonna do things a little different order now. We're gonna do off the top players of the week. Okay. Normally I save it for later, but might as well. We're talking about the past week NBA. Might as well talk about who's the best team. Okay. Now. Best players, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, from the West, we have SGA, thirty-one point seven points, seven point seven assists, five point three rebounds per game, and the Thunder went three and zero last week. And wow. The other end from the East. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Played uh, against them. <laughs> 35.7 points, 15 rebounds, 6 assists. And the Bucks, I believe, let me double check, are still undefeated. Dude, I swear, there's a running theme where, like, in basketball, I always play, like, these players of the week. Like, the next week, I'll hear about it, like, player of the week. I was like, yeah, yeah. he just they, balled on me. Players of the week. Giannis had, like, I think 60 points a game, if fantasy-wise. Like, it was yeah, insane. insane. I was like, it's ridiculous. Like, Yeah, he's insane. <laughs> um... They're still they're still seven and zero. They're still undefeated. Really? Yep. They're okay. still undefeated. Um, they the only undefeated team right now. They are. Okay, good for them. I mean, that's that's standard bucks. You know, they're always good. It's just you know, will they win it? Let's see here. So, I I, I kind of since we're talking about it, I don't want to jump ahead to the power rankings, but I do. I'll just do mention this real quick. The uh, the last time the Bucks started six and zero or better, mm-hmm. they won sixty plus games that season and had the league MVP. Wow, Kareem in seventy two and Giannis in nineteen. Okay, that's the only other two times that the Bucks started this good. It's a good stat. Good stat. Well, I kind of just blew my look. That's all I had for them in the power rankings. But yeah, yeah. But we're getting, we'll get that later. Um, injuries this week. There's two really big ones. There's like dings here and there. Like Jimmy Butler missed last night's game because of hip tightness yeah they did um, that late game bullshit yeah zion is like in the lineup for two games and out for like a game and mm-hmm. back um Kawhi doing like the road management he didn't off fly the with the team yeah there, there's like there's, there's like a players. three game road trip or something yeah um but the 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 bigger injuries this past week is first deandre ayton's gonna be out for at least a week with an ankle sprain and uh james harden out for a month with the tendon strain mm. Big hits, big hits the starters on those two teams, but I think both teams will be okay without them. Yeah, the Sixers are struggling right now, but I don't expect them to be struggling all year. Uh, so I don't think it's that big of a deal. Which James Harden has been killing it lately. Depends though. how he plays this month. If he's hitting up the titty bar, throwing singles all the time, you know, gaining some weight, could be problematic. But if he stays true to the regimen, gets healthy, should work out. If James Harden goes to the titty bar, <laughs> then yeah, I, don't, I think they're in trouble. But I don't think that's gonna happen. Dude, like there was like a running theme where it was just like, yeah, James Harden to the titty bar. <laughs> like, 
And then he came back and he was like a chunky boy. Like. He's lost tits. <laughs> yeah. James Harden just loves titties. <laughs> Real quick, James Harden this, this season so far, nine games. He has um, double-double, 22 points, 10 assists. Wow. I'm sure he had 17 assists the other like week. Like, you think an MVP? No, I think he's in the conversation <laughs> right now, but no. Yeah. Like, it's – I can tell. I can name like four players playing better than him right now. Mm-hmm. It's like John Morant, yeah, or Giannis, Luca, Luca. Mm-hmm. Um, there's SGA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these all these guys are playing much better right now than he is, but he's still solid. I have my own fantasy league. The league I'm playing you in right now. Nice. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, going over to the headlines. Uh, tampering. Uh, the Sixers got in trouble for tampering with PJ Tucker. They finally got their punishment, and they lost the next two second-round picks. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Second round's A pointless. bunch of people that wouldn't play for the team anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of – can you name – I think I this before. Can you name, like, any big-name second-rounders? No. I have no idea who was drafted when. I'm pretty sure Jimmy Butler is one. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, you could strike gold, but it's but very, very, very rare. rare. It's very rare. I know Siege McCollum's one. I know Jimmy. I think Jimmy Butler's one. I SGA. Think, I think Draymond Green's one. No, SGA is highly uh, okay. considered out of school. Oh, I don't want to hear top fifty list. Come on, <laughs> bud. I just want to give me like a couple names here. All right, Willis Reed, <clears throat> Alex English, Hal Greer, Dennis Rodman. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I want more modern. Ginobili. Yeah, Hayward. That's a good one. Hayward. Yeah, Danny Edge. No, I want. I want like modern. Ooh. Every what number two overall. Alright, it's whatever. Oh wait, yeah, here we go. Jokic Joker. Oh, wow. There I remember he's he's a second rounder. That's striking gold. Because every once in a while uh, I, the last couple of years I got the notifications like not the notification, I saw the tweet whenever he won the MVP. This is whenever Joker got announced he got drafted by the Nuggets and it was like during an, like a Wendy's commercial. Like, on the ticker <laughs> below. They say, yeah, he's a second rounder. Um, Draymond Green, PJ Tucker. Here, this is the list I wanted. Notable active second round players: Lou Will, PJ Tucker, Draymond Green, Chris Middleton, Nikolai Jokic, Malcolm Brogdon, Jalen Brunson. Um, and then that's it. Okay. So not Jimmy Butler. Jimmy so, Butler some decent names: Paul Millsap, Patty Mills, Danny Green, Pat Beverly. No, these are undrafted, maybe. Uh, okay. No, they, no, that's right. Pat Bev, Trevor Reza, DeAndre Jordan, Goran Dragic, uh, Son Whiteside, hmm. Jeremy Grant, Jay Crowder. So these are decent people. Marcus All, yeah, Cal Corver, mm-hmm. Carlos Boozer, the Boozer. What great name! I hate Carlos Boozer. I like him. That's one of the most <laughs> random people I hate, and it's because that Bulls and that my Heat. Yeah, and that's like those two are good. That's like the Derrick Rose Bulls. Mm-hmm. Those are rivalry. Bulls, yeah, Carlos Boozer, Joachim Noah, mm-hmm. Kirk Heinrich. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That Bulls team was sick. I hate that. That I that's I hate that Bulls. <laughs> they ended the Miami Heat's uh, streak. Yeah, they're going for like the best streak for like most games in a row, like twenty nine games mm-hmm. in a row. Hey, it's, it's got to end sometime. Yeah, watching it live too. It wasn't on national TV, but I was in Florida visiting my grandparents, and Miami is the closest NBA team, so that's local TV. Uh, okay. I was so pumped. Like the Sun Sports, I was so pumped. Um, next, the Pistons extend Bojan Bogdanovic two years, $39.1 million. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Veteran guy. They have a young mm-hmm. team. They want to keep him around. He's definitely doing good this year, so might as well do it. Um, 
this was something I was going to do trivia for. This is my trivia of the week, but it's, it's, I, I think it'd be too hard. Okay. Um, Luka Doncic has scored thirty plus points in each of his first six games. Only one other person did. The last person to do this was in nineteen eighty six, and it was Michael Jordan. Okay. If I said like, uh, who does nineteen eighty six? You wouldn't think Jordan. Jordan was like a rookie or second year. Mm-hmm. You'd probably think of like Magic or Larry. Yeah. So that's why I figured you wouldn't get it. So I didn't ask it. Um, I just want to toss this out there. I'm sorry. This should be saved for later for. Uh, power rankings, but Spider had 38 points and 12 assists the other day against the Knicks. I'm sorry. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> I, I was going through the headlines, and I in one headline was Spider dropped 38 points, 12 assists against the Knicks on Sunday. It's the second, and time I he, said that's so funny. It's the second time he fucked the Knicks in this year. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't his fault. Yeah, it was the Knicks dropped the bag. Yeah, very much so. But I just thought that was funny when I was going through, and I just saw. Spider torches Knicks. And I'm like, oh, no. Uh, next. The Nets. Actually, this is. I'll save that one. I'll save the Nets for D3. Okay. Um, Giannis has had the newest signature shoe from him released called the uh, Zoom Freak 4s. Um, and there's a video of him. You can look it up on uh, social media. He just went around the facility with a stack of them on a cart. Just hanging them out to all his teammates, all the people who work in the building. Like, you'll see, like, like. Joe Ingles was doing like a workout in the gym. He's like, oh, thanks, mate. And like, grab the <laughs> shoes. And then I saw a separate video. This That was like on the promo video. I saw another one that Giannis put out himself where he went to the gym and Serge Ibaka was shooting around. And he said, Serge, I got shoes for you. And Serge like tried to run away. And Giannis like chased him down, like tackled him and ripped his <laughs> shoes off and handed him the box of shoes. Like, you looks like you need some shoes. <laughs> it's so funny. That's funny. Yeah. I, I saw it like separately from the other video I saw. So. Uh, yeah, go check this out. That's funny. Uh, then the last headline of the week, uh, Lamar Odom was reunited with his two championship rings that he pawned back in 2016 when he had uh, an outstanding medical bill due to the overdose he had in the brothel. Oh. Um, so he is really strapped for cash. He sold his, sold his two NBA championship rings. Yeah. So a fan, fast forward six years, a fan uh, saw him in an auction in 2020, mm-hmm. bought him for $36,000, $78,000, gifted to Lamar Odom. Damn. That's a good guy move of the week, but Very also good. idiot of the week. If, well, I mean, if I was, I'm assuming this guy's rich. If I was a rich Lakers fan, yeah, and I saw that, I give him one. Keep the other. Keep the other. Yeah, yeah. Back, I give him back one. to back. So, like, I give him the first one. Give him the first one because that's his first one too. That means more. Yeah, but I'd keep the second. They're like, oh, I couldn't get the second one. Sorry. Yeah, but here's at least one bag. Yeah, here's man. one bag. I think he's true. at the other I'll one. I'll do that. I'm assuming this guy was just like a very nice, rich dude who's a Lakers fan. He was like, hey, I'm going to do this for him. Yeah. But it, I, you're right. I think about I would want to. Yeah, it's a good guy move, but oh, it's dude, also idiot, idiot of the week. That Kobe won. Mm-hmm. Kobe won it. That'd be sweet. Yeah, every time I hear Lamar Odom, I hear Stephen A. Smith telling me he's on crack. Who's on crack? <laughs> That's a wild. That's I, I'm so happy he's like not like dead. <laughs> yeah, but like that's kind of funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Now he got his life back together, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Lamar Odom, who's, who's on, on crack? crack? <laughs> like, that was very out of pocket by Stephen. <laughs> yeah. The man's going through. The man had an overdose <laughs> in a brothel, and you're on national TV going, "Who's on crack?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. All right, uh, deep threes of the week. Um, how about? Save the Nets for last. Yeah, so there's one that wasn't the Nets. Okay. So first, Miles Turner 
was on the Woj podcast, and he straight up came out and told the Lakers that they got to come get him. <laughs> Quote, <laughs> if I'm the, he, this is a quote from him on the podcast. If I'm the Lakers, I take every heart. I take a very hard look at this with the position that you're in. I know what I can provide for a team: my leadership, my shot blocking, my three point ability, my my ability to make plays out there on the floor. It's been a lot, uh, like he's basically telling the Lakers, "I know what I can do. You need this." Um, there's been a long time rumor that the Lakers were in talks with the Pacers over the offseason about both Turner and Buddy Heald, and the potential deal would have been uh, Buddy Heald. Uh, Miles Turner for Russ in like a first round pick, yeah, or two first round picks. Mm-hmm. Um, would you do this if you're the Lakers? And if that deal happens, does that turn things around for the Lakers? And before we get into it, too, um, last week I said they only have two first round picks, they don't, they have a lot. So the Lakers, I thought they only had the two first round picks left in the decade, <laughs> they don't, they, they have a lot of picks left, uh, okay. <laughs> um, so I looked up their picks, there's not like conditional picks or anything like we haven't accounted for. Yeah, so they, so from twenty from twenty twenty six to twenty thirty, mm-hmm. they have all their picks. Okay, so, okay. so uh, twenty twenty three, the Pelicans have the right to swap for either their twenty twenty. Wait, so the Pelicans, um, yeah, so the Pelicans have the twenty twenty three from the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Then uh, they have also either twenty twenty four or twenty twenty five. So the way the Pelicans deal went was like, they right, can so take you either can take one. our pick now. But it's a pick swap, so like mm-hmm. the Lakers finish worse than the Pelicans, they'll swap. Yeah. If not, they'll just keep their own. Mm-hmm. And then 2024, 2025, they'll they have the right to pick which one they want. So say mm-hmm. there's a good guy but there. They're gonna be like, all right, they're gonna they're gonna, Lakers gonna be good. So the picks last. Let's push it back to the next year. Mm-hmm. Whenever after LeBron leaves, maybe they're gonna suck with a better look. Yeah, yeah. So they have like an option. It's not a bad move. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll have so they have a decent amount of picks left. Okay. Okay. Um, they're not for a while though, but they can definitely trade. <laughs> so going back to the question, if you're the Lakers, would you do that trade one? And two, do you think a trade like that would help the Lakers? I think yes. Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. I think yes and yes. Us. I think yes and yes. Um, when you bring a guy like LeBron in, you're essentially just accepting the fact that your franchise is going to be cooked when he leaves. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just go all in and try to win multiple. In that. And like, it's not like I think Russ could get to a point where he's feasible. He's been playing, but very I good. think the media backlash is so bad right now for Russ, and it's just like bad PR. Like it's all ESPN talks about is Russell Westbrook and the Lakers. Like I think it's just time to move on. You know, do whatever you can to get him out of the building and get the best value you can. And I think Miles Turner and Buddy Heald for Russ and two first round picks. Mm-hmm. I think that's good enough, and I think those are two serviceable players that could help out the team. Miles Turner, a guy that can come in and help if AD gets hurt again, um, and then Buddy Heald's a great young player who can fill in at. You know, shoot the ball for the team for the team. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I'd say definitely go for it. Let's see here. So the last few games, Russ had thirteen points, seven rebounds, nine assists, eighteen points, eight rebounds, eight assists, eighteen points, eight rebounds, three assists. Mm-hmm. Then kind of before that, it was like ten, six, six, two, three, four. Still though, it, they're not winning games. They're not. Um, if they're winning games, I would say don't make, make the trade. But they're losing games, and the window's slimmer and slimmer each game that passes. So I, I think you just got to move on from them. Um, actually, the last game they did win, Russ did pretty good off the bench. But yeah, yeah I agree though. He's I, not, I, he's I mean, not, he's I not, not I don't think he's going to want to stay off the bench though. Uh, I'm. I think he's 
kind of he's accepted it. Yeah, and he's been playing very good off the bench. Okay, where everyone's well, kind of all for it. He plays off the bench well, and he's okay with that. I think yeah. Work out. However, I do. I still think I'm just doing that to be devil's advocate because mm-hmm. I do agree with you, and I don't always want to have the same yeah <laughs> nah, same I, takes. It's kind mm-hmm. of boring, but I do agree because Russ is playing good off the bench. But I with the Lakers issues, they just have no depth. So the fact that you can get two solid players mm-hmm. like Buddy Heald and uh, Miles Turner, like Miles Turner is obviously the better part of that deal. Yeah, yeah. where you can make a starting lineup potentially. Um, Pat Bev, AD, Miles Turner, LeBron, and I don't even know who the other person would be for starting lineup. Buddy's a guard, isn't he? Shooting guard? Shooting guard, yeah. So maybe yeah, Buddy. Buddy healed. I, I was going to say put Buddy on the bench, but mm-hmm. um, that, I mean, that's its solid starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's better than they have, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're miss- I'm missing someone, though. On the Lakers, who would be in that starting lineup? Mello. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, uh, Schroeder? Depth chart. He's hurt right now, but maybe he'd be the star at the time. Here's depth chart right now. The Lakers' depth chart is Schroeder's out. Then Pat Bev, Lonnie Walker, LeBron, and AD. That's so bad. It's so bad. Their team's so bad. <laughs> so, would you see that Matt Ryan the other day, last night? No. Um, there's a player on the Lakers called Matt Ryan. Oh, okay. He's a white dude. Um, That's hilarious. He had a uh, buzzer beater that sent the game in overtime. Oh, okay. And they won in overtime. Okay. Hero. Hero ball. Hero. Yeah, but yeah, right now, the starting line Schroeder, Pat Bev, Lonnie Wal- Walker, <laughs> LeBron, and AD. Dude. Do put, the trade. Do the trade. Put Schroeder, Pat Bev at one. Um, Buddy Hilt at two. LeBron at three. Mm-hmm. AD at four. Uh, Miles Turner at five. And then off the bench, you have Lonnie Walker. Whoever you pick between Be- Pat Bev or Schroeder, the other mm-hmm. one will be off the bench. Um, Toscano Anderson. AR-15. Like I mean, they really have no. Like mm-hmm. this is what they need. They need depth. Yeah, exactly. And this will get them depth. It's still, it's still not as good as a deal as uh, what I said last week. The Jazz. Yeah. The Jazz are getting yeah. Rudy Go, Rudy Gay, not Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gay, Mike Conley, and Bogdanovich, mm-hmm. plus a first round pick for Russ and two first round picks. Yeah. How do you not make that deal? Like those are that's insane. Like mm-hmm. your starting lineup would be Mike Conley, Pat Beverly, Dennis Schroeder, uh, probably Bogdanovich, LeBron, mm-hmm. AD. Yeah. And then off the bench, you got Rudy Gay. Mm-hmm. And then whoever, I guess, whoever you don't have between Schroeder and Bat Bev. Yeah. Or both of them, actually. Polinka's an idiot. Man, they extend his ass. <laughs> like, LeBron, like, you're right. LeBron being there is going to fuck him, like, in the long run. Mm-hmm. But you got to make the moves so you actually yeah. can win while you have him. The whole point of bringing LeBron to your organization is to win championships and then Short just blow up your career after that or blow up your legacies after that. Yeah, and, and they, it takes sometimes it takes forever like the uh mm-hmm. the Cavs to come back. Yep. Yep. But like the Heat we we had like what, one bad year? Two seasons where you didn't make the playoffs. We had a couple seasons where we made the playoffs with no chance. Yeah. Like yeah. the year you guys are annoying with the buzz. That's uh, the first yeah. year back in the playoffs since LeBron, mm-hmm. that was like D Wade, Hassan Whiteside, Justice Winslow, <laughs> the boss, and we ended up beating the Hornets first round. and got wrecked <laughs> by the Raptors next round. So like, I mean, it, it took we were we I think we missed the playoffs like twice before. Then we got Jimmy Butler again. Yeah, so we were fine. Um, but all right, let's take it over to the poverty poverty franchise, Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have two things with it. Off the top, I'll do the one first. 
Um, they fi- ended up firing Steve Nash. Um, <laughs> no, it was a mutual par- uh, departure. <laughs> yeah, so they fired Steve Nash, but they wanted to keep Steve Nash's dignity intact. So they said there's a mutual parting. Um, immediately, uh, stories and rumors are dropping that they're actually going to hire Ime Doka, who's uh, on suspension right now from the Celtics. Mm-hmm. The Celtics allowed him to listen to offers, and they're going to allow him to walk if the Nets do do the deal to get him. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean Marks, the GM for the Nets, have been has been saying today, like, stop saying this is a done deal. It's not a done deal. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's something you'd say if it's a done deal. <laughs> it's kind of a done deal, yeah. It's kind of a done deal. It's more of, like, it, his mindset's more of don't jinx it. <laughs> yeah, don't scare him away We're about with all to this just stuff. fleece the Celtics. Like. Yeah, and the Celtics let him go without, like, so technically – He's under contract, so technically we could have a very rare coaching trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Celtics aren't even going to ask for a trade. They're just going to let him go. That's crazy. Which means so, that what he did must have been bad. That's what I'm thinking, too. Yeah. And I'm thinking also, like, him getting a start, like a coaching job, whoever is staying quiet on the news is either also guilty or just, like, going to blow it up as soon as he's officially with the Nets. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna hear more about this shit. I think we will too, and I think that maybe that's why Sean Marks is kind of saying like it's not a done deal yet because maybe they're like, mm-hmm. listen, this came out, we we're really interested, but now not really because he's kind of a piece of shit, so we don't want ever our name being attached to them. Yeah. And especially, I don't want to jump ahead to the second part of this yet, mm-hmm. but like with all this Kyrie shit going on, do you want to invite like, more you drama? Do you want to have more bad press with it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you do. Um, so yeah. it's kind of a risk. So you, the Nets. If you're listening to this, just do your homework on what happened with the email before you officially hire him. Because <laughs> if you come over there and you find out it wasn't consensual and he's like raping the office, maybe just put him into like a controlled environment and see what he does. Like, just put him in a room with like some tail and see like how he acts. <laughs> Bring in the subject. <laughs> <laughs> it's some big b- busty chick fogs in. Now, email, do you do you approach nicely or do you just go honka honka? <laughs> And he fails miserably, and they're like, all right, we can't hire this guy. <laughs> like, Or what if the test is, like, it's some really hot chick walks in, and he's, like, flirting with her, doing stuff, and then she takes off, like, a few peels off the patch and says, like, Celtics. Like, <laughs> things as you, like, walk away. <laughs> um, but going on, one more thing about the Steve Nashing. Uh, apparently, Kevin, Kevin Durant was asked about it, and he, quote, said uh, he was, quote, shocked. <laughs> Um, quote, you're always shocked when a move like that happens, but it's not normal in the NBA. It's a quick turnaround, always in the league, especially during the season. Um, so KD said he was shocked that Steve Nash got fired. I don't, I don't think he, he was shocked. shocked. He was shocked that when he told the Nets to fire Steve Nash, they didn't do it sooner. Yeah. <laughs> and he was shocked that he had to come back before they did. Because yeah. he was very anti-Steve Nash. It's one of the reasons he wanted to leave. <laughs> And then he, like, fake made up of them, and now all of a sudden he's out again. I mean, I could have told you Steve Nash was going to be bad. I think I did say Steve Nash would give You did. I, 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 I actually, I'm a, I was a defender of Steve Nash. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm still not out on Steve Nash. I, I still think that's, 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 that's yeah, the team you want to start with. I agree. Your I first agree. team has Kyrie, who was, didn't play because he was refusing to be vaccinated. KD, who was hurt and then, like... Ben Simmons, who was like tweeting off shit, said he was hurt. Ben but Simmons wasn't traded. Hurt. <laughs> you had you had James Harden coming over from Houston at the time. <laughs> you just gave a first year coach who doesn't have doesn't have coaching experience, <laughs> like throwing him into the fires to start. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like you should put him with like a, an easier team, like the Kings, like a young core. 
yeah, something young, like some yeah, young team, no drama, where he's like the you know I'm the coach. Listen to me, because mm-hmm. he was a great floor general when he played, and like he mm-hmm. has that the mindset where he could be a good coach. Yeah, it's not whenever you have James Harden, Kyrie, <laughs> Ben Simmons, and KD in your in your first two years. Oh, this team's just chock full of problems. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so let's head over to the other part of this Nets deep three. Mm-hmm. So it's really the long two, but the two of them are because the, the two of them are the Nets, but they're different. Um, so Kyrie tweeted out a link to a movie called the Hebrews, Hebrews and Negroes wake up black America. Um, this documentary was actually based off a novel and has a lot of, uh, anti-Semitic disinformation inside the video. Um, he received a lot of backlash from the tweet, including from the Nets owner, which I actually have a screenshot of, um, the Nets owner, when this first popped off tweeted, I'm disappointed that Kyrie appears to support a film based on a book full of anti-Semitic disinformation. I want to sit down and make sure he understands this is hurtful to all of us. And as a man of faith, it was wrong to promote hate based on race, ethnicity, or religion. This is bigger than basketball. Um, Kyrie then, in Kyrie fashion, um, admitted he was wrong in a sense, uh, but didn't say what he did was wrong. He just said that it's with a platform he has he gotta be more careful <laughs> and then when people, more people asked him about it he said can we just talk about basketball now like, mm-hmm. i'm a basketball player and he said well you just said how your platform is very not just all about basketball um yeah he invited that chaos i agree yeah uh so then after that the next part of the timeline here is on nba and tnt shaq and chuck just ripped them apart shaq yeah, said it hurts me sometimes when we uh, have to sit up here to talk about stuff that divides the game that we got to answer for what that idiot has done. Uh, so, so you call him an idiot. Then Chuck said, uh, I think the NBA dropped the ball. I think he should have been suspended. I can't believe that we ain't talking about basketball. We're talking about this idiot again. Um, <laughs> so they both call him an idiot, which he very much is. Kyrie still hasn't really fully apologized. Um, I know him and the Nets uh, both donated $500,000 towards an organization that uh, – Helps like spread awareness on like disinformation and stuff like that. Helps warn people about Kyrie Irving. Yeah, <laughs> and he says I I oppose all forms of hatred and oppression and stand strong for communities of marginalized marginalized impacted every day. I'm aware of the negative impact I my post had towards the Jewish community. I take full responsibility. So for my family and me, meant no harm any group, race, religion, people, and I wish to become a beacon of truth and light. Um, this this was yesterday. Uh, today, right before we start recording, this this does not stop this timeline. The Nets <laughs> came out and they had they have officially suspended Kyrie. Um, the league didn't do any suspension. Which, if if the Nets didn't do it, my thing I was gonna write down the D three is the league has to step in mm-hmm. and do something just to show like, hey, we like disavow this guy. Yeah. We, so here's a couple games, but the Nets kind of did it already. Um, let's just read the whole statement from the Nets real quick. Over the last several days, we have made repeated attempts to work with Kyrie Irving to help him understand the harm and danger of his words and actions, which began with him publicizing a film containing deeply disturbing anti-Semitic hate. We believe that taking the path of education in this challenging situation would be the right one and thought that we would have made progress with our joint commitment to eradicating hate and intolerance. We were dismayed today when given an opportunity in the media session that Kyrie refused to unequivocally say he has no anti-Semitic beliefs nor <laughs> acknowledge specific hateful material in the film. This was not the first time he had an opportunity but failed to clarify. Such failure to disavow anti-Semitism 
uh, when given a clear opportunity to do so, is deeply disturbing and is against the values of our organization (laughs) and uh, constitutes conduct determinable for the team. Accordingly, we are of the view that he is currently unfit to be associated with the Brooklyn Nets, and we have decided that Kyrie Irving will be serve a suspension without pay until he satisfies a series of objective remedial measures that address the harmful impact of the con- his conduct in the suspension period served is no less than five games. So the Nets are suspending him for at least five games, but could be more. Kyrie doesn't say he has wrong. Yeah, pretty much in summary, a lot of fluff about how the Nets aren't anti-Semites, and they asked Kyrie, "Huh?" I'm pretty sure the owner's, Jew- owner's Jewish. Um, Which is crazy. And they asked Kyrie to say, "Hey, Kyrie, can you go on like a microphone and tell the public that you're not anti-Semitic?" And he said, "No." <laughs> he said he said adjacent stuff. Just, <laughs> just didn't show up saying, "Hey, he's would not disavow anti-Semitism." <laughs> Can you disavow anti-Semitism? I think we're at the point in our society where I think teams need to have a social media guy. And pretty much all players, if they want to post anything, they have to go through this social media person that will either approve or deny of the tweet, post, whatever it may be. And... This is a situation where, like, you know, Kyrie would send this, like, hey, I want to post this link. And they'd be like, yeah, Kyrie, hit the brakes. Like, we're not doing this. And, it, and he would save him. He'd be fine. How about, how about you chill out? I'm like, chill, chill out, out a bud. Chill out a little bit. <laughs> like, it, it is crazy, man. I think Kanye was tweeting, like, Kyrie stuff. Yeah, I mean, what I've learned in my almost 30 years of life is everybody's an idiot. And, you know, people get these platforms. And... They're just idiots with a platform. That's all it is. Yeah. It's it's everybody, you know, for themselves kind of thing. I, I saw a tweet today. Do you remember whenever uh do you remember whenever Kyrie was just like do uh, on the Cavs that sucked, but like he was doing the Uncle Drew commercials and everyone loved them? Mm-hmm. I wish we had that Kyrie back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I miss the old Kyrie. Tricked out the float Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like dude, when when like LeBron first like left the Cavs. And Kyrie was just single-handedly saving that franchise. No, that was the good Kyrie. Him Dion Waiters. Mm-hmm. Nope. No, Kyrie. I, I hated him then, too, but just not because of him. Because my friend just like, Kyrie's better than John Wall. All right, man. You're saying that because I yeah. like John Wall. You I, have no connection I hated Kyrie. Kyrie ever since uh, he, and, he and LeBron had that beef. He was upset that he was Robin to LeBron's Batman. Yeah, man. Like, you're not the guy, pal. Trust yeah, me. You're yeah. not the guy. Um, yeah, Kyrie. What a bum. So, I'm glad to see he gets suspended. Going into tonight, there's no suspension. So, like, I'm glad that we actually got two mm-hmm. while we're, before we recorded, not next uh, week. Over under how – I mean, how many games do you think he's going to actually miss? How many games until Kyrie caves and says that he's not an anti-Semite? I think – I think if it's any normal player, mm-hmm. just a five game, immediately come out, hey, I disavow, man, sorry. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, the five games are happening. Kyrie, I can see taking this as like a, fuck you, man. I'm going to say. And he holds out. I'm going to set the line at 10 days. 10 days. 10 days. I 10 see, games. 10 games. See, like I said, I think I think you're, it's less me closer because I think it's going to be on him, not. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's going to be like, well, fuck you guys. Yeah, and that's gonna turn into a whole thing. But then, this gonna, then he's finally gonna be like, "All right, like, okay, yeah, like, okay, just like the vaccination shit." Yeah, exactly. You know, which I don't think he ever did. He never came to the vaccine. 
Hmm? He's all vaccinated. No, he still it's, isn't now. It's just the the rules changed, so mm-hmm. he could play. So he yeah. didn't really cave. He just kind of held it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all right. Do you have any news before I get into the power rankings? Anything you, I didn't say in the news? I don't think so. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. All right. Well, then let's get over to the power rankings. Um, this week our power rankings are number one, the Bucks. Yeah. They're seven and zero, and my everything I have written down for them I already said. The last time the Bucks started six and zero or better, they won sixty plus games and had the league MVP, Kareem in seventy two and Giannis in two thousand nineteen. So that's crazy. Um, number two, the Suns. The Suns are back. Chris Paul had his ninth game of his career where he had 15 assists with no turnovers. This makes him second all-time for most games of 15 or more assists with no turnovers. Shit. Trivia. Oh, fuck. <laughs> You're going to hit the trivia in the power rankings, bud? Yeah. Come on. I got to get creative in how I hide it. <sighs> okay. So, so this is Chris Paul's ninth game, second all-time. For 15 assists or more with no turnovers. Who has the most games with 15 assists or more with no turnovers? The hint is he had 14 games where he had 15 assists and no turnovers. It's not really a hint. It's telling you what the number one is. Point guard. But I'll give you a hint that it's a point guard because everyone on this list is point guards because the only people to get like that many assists and no turnovers. Yes. Really? Stockton. Nice. I just thought Carl Malone, you know, he's always going to pass it to him. Well, he is. Stockton has the most assists of all time. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. He, like the all-time most assist leader. Yeah, just always chucking it to Carl uh, Malone. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you a hint. Next, no turnovers. Anytime assists come up in, like, a trivia, mm-hmm. it's going to be either Stockton, Magic, Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Like those are like the three top best guys. And you know, I heard that, but I probably won't remember it whenever I have my next. Well, you got Stockton right away. You got Stockton right away. Yeah, yeah. A- anytime it's a good. I, I have been starting to adjust my viewpoints when I do trivia. Well, a lot of these, a lot of these like stats overlap, so it's like very like. Mm-hmm. All right, I it's been Stockton the last ten yeah. questions. Let's call Stockton out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was an easy one though. Um, good job. I'm proud of you. Um, number three, they are currently six and one. The Cavs. As I mentioned before, Spider has been playing great. And you know what's really mean? I could just throw in the next thing here in the power rank because if I had made sure it's its own headline, <laughs> I am mean. That is rude of me. Um, as I mentioned, Spider has been playing great. Darius Garland just came back from injury uh, and he dropped 29 points versus the Celtics. In that same game against the Knicks on Sunday, Kevin Love off the bench, 29 points. Damn. Yeah, they're, they're, they're good. Jared Allen's out right now, just like a day to day type situation. Fine, though. But they're fine without him. He's not out long term. I think mm-hmm. they're on a road trip right now, and he didn't go. Uh, okay, gotcha. But like, he's gonna be fine. Damn. Okay. Yeah. That's an interesting play by the Eagles. I got distracted. Number four, the Trailblazers. Um, Dame Dame's a little banged up right now, missing game here, missing game there. But when he's been missing, Anthony Simmons has been great. Um, Tim Nurkic, I mentioned before, he's staying healthy, so he's playing really good. Um, they have a tough schedule coming up, so we'll see if they are still in this high on the power ranking next week. Mm-hmm. I just want to pull up their re- their schedule really quick because it is hard I, when I was looking at it. Um, they're five and two currently. They're second in the West, but the they're playing. They played yesterday before I wrote when I was wrote that was the Grizzlies. They lost. They play Suns back to back, both in Phoenix back to back days. Then they're going to Miami. They're from flying from Phoenix to Miami. Play the Heat, then the Hornets, Pelicans, Mavericks, all on the road. Jesus. Yeah, so Suns, Suns, Heat, Hornets, Pelicans, Mavericks, all on the road. 
Those aren't all, like close cities. That's like nah, yeah. You're jumping that's, all over that's the map. Problematic. Yeah, so I don't think they're gonna be top ten. For they're much. that good yeah. uh, after that little stretch there. Mm-hmm. They'll be back though. Yeah, but. and they already played the Heat once this year, and the Heat won. That's that was their first loss of the season was against the Heat. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, number five, the Celtics. The Celtics have been good in uh, all areas. We figured they would be. Um, but they are also struggling in all the areas we thought they would be. Um, without Robert Williams, a.k.a. Time Lord, they're currently 24th in the league for rebounding. Um, but they are all, like, towards the top for offense efficiency and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they just need to, even though Marcus Smart is still, this is the defensive player of the year, what are you doing? Their defense has not been that great because Time Lord kind of holds down the paint. Mm-hmm. really makes Marcus Smart look better. Um, but, yeah, they'll they still be fine. They're They're, they're good. Um, number six, the Pelicans. Zion in and out of the lineup and no Ingram. Uh, the Pelicans have really showed how good their bench has been, especially Najee Marshall, who's been averaging 17 points and 57% from the field. Um, they're kind of a no-name off the bench, but he's been playing very well. Yeah. Uh, number seven, the Jazz. They're still shocking everybody, and Lawyer Marketing has been playing his career, his season of his career right now. Um, if all-star breakers are now, he'd probably be an all-star. Lawyer marketing's been yeah. doing it. Number eight, Grizzlies. Without JJJ, they are last in defensive ratings, but their offense is good enough to win some games this early. Um, I think they'll be fine throughout the long term of the season because mm-hmm. how good their offense is and how love their uh, Desmond Bain and uh, John Morant, everyone, and they're all playing really good. Um, but without JJJ, their defense is like awful. Yeah, yeah. Number nine, the Nuggets. The Nuggets are forty percent from deep. With uh, which is top five in the league. Wow. Yeah, which is very shocking. That is, yeah. The only other team to have more three-pointers made. It's off the head. I'm trying to remember. It's the Warriors. Like, currently, like this season? Yeah, just not better percentage, but, like, mm-hmm. more threes made. There's only three teams. It's, like, the Warriors. I want to say the Pacers, maybe. And then Pelicans? No. I forget the three teams. The Warriors definitely won. Yeah, but um, they they have their top five for shooting the from three this year, which is very unlike them. Yeah. Um. So their defense is like kind of like a lot of these teams. They're a lot of these good teams that should be contenders, but aren't playing as good this year. Their defense has been struggling. That's pretty much the the, that's, that's pick the up story. Yeah. Like the Nuggets, their defense has not been playing good, but like they're mm-hmm. so good at shooting this year than they normally are. Yeah. And it's like they're staying surviving. Defense is a, always in sports. I feel like a late season kind of thing. Yeah, you and know, like the offense, like the offense is always like tired down, bogged down, playing too long. And then the defense steps up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then number ten, um, the Spurs. So. Popovich, a lot, I'm, I looked at all. The, I, I look at a bunch of different power rankings. If I make mine, mm-hmm. I'm like the only one putting Spurs top ten. <laughs> but they are playing really good this year, so I had to. Yeah. Uh, Kelton Johnson has been on fire from three this year. He's shooting 43 yeah. percent from deep, and only um, Steph Bogdanovich and Buddy Heald have more made threes than them. So that Nuggets stat, I actually oh, think another is reason really to get fucking Buddy Heald, dude. That shooting percentage right there from mm-hmm. three, yeah, he's, that's he's huge. That's what they three. need. He's killing from three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got from power rankings. Um, the Heat are no not in the top five yet. The Knicks are not in the top five yet. Top ten. Top ten yet. Yeah. Uh, I think the Heat will be soon though. We're turning it around. Yeah, it seems that way. Mm-hmm. I, I've been noticing. I mean, we're just winning games again. Um, mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler didn't play last night. We fucked on the Kings. Mm-hmm. Beat the Warriors full strength. Yeah. Uh, like I think we're I think we're gonna be fine. It just be early. Anyway, that's a lot of the teams in the East too. We're like. 
talking about the Nets and the Sixers and the Heat are all three teams that everyone thought they're going to be like fighting for the East at the end of the year, but they ended up like uh, losing like a lot of games early in the season, mm-hmm. and now they're all kind of turned around. Not the Nets, but the Sixers and the Heat are really turning things around. Okay, okay. Um, but all right, let's take it. With that being said, let's take it over to the NFL. Yeah. Talking dirty. All right. And let's get into the NFL week eight recap. Uh, recap, before, recap, recap. Before we get into it, we are watching the Thursday Night Football Eagles versus Texans. Uh, <laughs> NFL recap. The Eagles are up 14 to 7. A um, little bit of a tightly contested Thursday night game here. Uh, we both did like our Houston style spread before, or the Houston we have a spread before the uh, game. Uh, you took the Eagles um, winning by more than ten points. I took them winning by less than ten points. Um, so let's get into Week Eight though. Um, first, the London game. We'll start there. Jaguars versus Broncos. The Broncos ended up winning twenty-one to seventeen. Don't ask me how. I don't know how this team puts up points. Um, <laughs> like, like nobody had over 100 yards except for, like, obviously Ross throwing the ball. So, I don't know how they won. I don't know how they put up 21 points. I don't know either. It's, mm-hmm. it's a miracle. Yeah. Um, it, it sucks because my wager of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't hit. hit the under hit. The under hit. But it's the other the team. Jags lost. And I'm pretty sure I said, just imagine the score. It's going to be, like, 2017 or 21-17. Final mm-hmm. score is 21-17. Yep. Just I had the wrong team. Mm-hmm. Um, which sucks that. because ETN had the game of his life, 156 yards and a touchdown. Um, but, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for that game. Um, take it over the rest of the Sunday games. Uh, we both had the Jags. We both lost that game, by the way. Um, the Dolphins versus the Lions, though. The Dolphins won. Two is back, 31-27. to We both had the Dolphins. Both got that point. Then the Falcons versus the Panthers. I mean, we'll get into more of the events that unfolded to lead to overtime, but the Falcons won 37-34. Crackhead. Mm-hmm. We both had the Falcons. We both got that point. Falcons are winning the mm-hmm. NFC South. Next up, mm-hmm. the Vikings versus the Cardinals. The Vikings won 34-26. We both had the Vikings. Both got that point. Then the Cowboys versus the Bears. The Cowboys beat the shit out of the Bears 49-29. Uh, we both had the Cowboys. Both got that point. Uh, Big Tony Pollard showed that game, too. I think he had, uh, what was it, 131 yards and three scores. So, for that one guy in your league that drafted Tony Pollard. Good for him. Good for him. He had his week. (laughs) Then uh, Raiders versus Saints. Uh, The Saints showed up to play. The Raiders did not. The Saints won 24-0. We both had the Raiders, so we both missed that point there. All right. And then the uh, Eagles versus Steelers. Skip. Eagles won 35-13. Said skip. We both had the Eagles. We both got that point. Next up. Skip. Skip. Patriots versus Wait, Jets. Wait, real quick. <laughs> uh, skip. Yeah. Um, Patriots versus Jets. Jets can't get over the goddamn Patriots hump, dude. Uh, Patriots won 22-17. More on Zach Wilson later. You had the Patriots. I had the Jets, so you got that point. Mm-hmm. Taking it over to the four o'clock games in our Houston South, sp- our Houston we have a spread. Um, Titans won seventeen to ten. I had them winning by more than three points. You had them winning by less than three points, so I got that point, the bonus point. Um, Titans are back. Titans are full steam ahead. 
Big on the, big Titans week for me this week. You love the Titans. <laughs> it, it's weird. Then you love uh, the Titans is like it is weird. Concerning. Then uh, next up for uh, we had the Seahawks versus the Giants. Uh, the Giants, uh, their steam kind of expunged a little bit. The Seahawks won twenty-seven to thirteen. Uh, Geno Smith, writing back. Yeah, he's writing he's, back. He read the receipts. They wrote him off. <laughs> Didn't write back. Then in the toilet bowl, the Commanders versus the Colts. The Commanders won seventeen to sixteen. Um, we both had the Colts, so we both missed that point. We both had the Giants, we missed that point before. Then uh, the Forty ers versus the Rams. Once again, the 49ers beat the Rams. Uh, 49ers won 31 to 14, kicked the shit out of them. We both had the 49ers, both got that point. Um, all right, and then Sunday Night Football, Packers versus Bills. The Bills won pretty well handedly over the Packers, 27 to 17. We both had the Bills, um, both got that point. And last but not least, Monday Night Football, the Browns versus the Bengals. Uh, the Browns won. Jamar Chase not being there was a problem. Browns won 32 to 13. I had the Browns, you had the Bengals, so I got that point. That's that's tough. Yeah. That's a tough yeah. one. Um so that brings our total score to 77 to 74 in favor of yourself. Mm-hmm. So congratulations. You're coming back, you're coming back. Inching. Inching. Mm-hmm. But I, I need a big week. I need a big week. Um if I just got the Jets, it would have been huge. But it's all right. But the Jets suck. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, let's get into the injuries from the week. I didn't have much just because the majority of the week was overtaken by the trade deadline. So just two real quick injuries. Uh, the Eagles placed their rookie first-round pick, uh, Jordan Davis, the defensive lineman, on IR. So I, I think it's a season-ending IR. I don't know if it – I don't think he's coming back. I, I'd Jordan have to Davis? Go. I Jordan think – Jordan Davis. I can't remember. I don't think it's season-ending, but it's like – Majority of the season. Yeah, I mean four weeks. So like he's looking like for maybe like end of the end of the season. Kind yeah, of action. I mean they're they're gonna be they're gonna be making that deep playoff run. So I can see him coming back for it. Yeah. Then uh, the Ravens place their uh, uh, or sorry the Ravens wide receiver Rashad Bateman's gonna be out a few weeks with a foot injury. Those are the only two notable ones I had though. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of the NFL segment this week: the trade deadline. So. This past week, I think the trade deadline was, what, November 1st? Uh, ended at 4 p.m. on November 1st. There was a lot of action that day. Uh, a couple of things leading into it, but we'll cover it all for you here. First thing I wanted to cover, though, these are just some notable names who were expected to be traded at the deadline that were not traded. Um, the first being Brandon Cooks on the Texans, uh, Kareem Hunt on the Browns, who actually was, like, really open to a trade. Seemed like it was going to happen, and it didn't happen. Um Jerry Judy on the Broncos. There were some theories going out there. I think the Packers made a push for him, but the Broncos went away too much. Then the uh, then DJ Moore on the Panthers, Cam Akers on the Rams, and Elijah Moore on the Jets. So all those players are still playing for their current teams. The funny thing is with Cam Akers and Elijah Moore, two players who really wanted out of their team situation at the moment, both teams came back and just kind of doubled down and said, since we didn't get a move done, like we really want them to be a part of the team and we really are invested in them. Yeah. <laughs> kind of funny. Very funny. Mm-hmm. But anyways, getting into the trades. So I'm just going to kind of go through these. I mean, there's not too many to, like, you know, just kind of skim over some. But that, That's one thing that I like about the NFL and not the NBA. Mm-hmm. The NBA trade line. It's crazy. There's 50 trades <laughs> yeah. that happen. Mm-hmm. NFL, there's, like, a handful. Yeah. So yeah. I'll, I'll start a little bit slower. I, I think I just kind of went in order, newest to oldest. 
Um, first up here, the Bills traded running back Zach Moss and a conditional fifth-round pick for running back Naheem Hines from the Colts. Huh, I didn't know Zach Moss was a part of the trade. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's not bad. Yeah, so I don't think it's bad for either team, honestly. Um, I think the Bills, Naheem Hines, that's a great running back for their system. Mm-hmm. Nice little like pass catching back. Um, I think the Bills did win that trade at the end of the day because I think Zach Moss is a huge bust. I do too, but if you look at it, you trade your backup running back mm-hmm. for another backup running back and yeah. uh, what a pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's very even. Then uh, Miami, they traded their f- a fifth round pick to the 49ers for Jeff Wilson Jr. Mm-hmm. So since McCaffrey went to the 49ers, 49ers obviously had a lot of running backs to deal out and they got rid of Jeff Wilson for that. Then Jacksonville. I feel like the Dolphins have a lot of running backs, too. Yeah, they have so many. Mostert, they have. It's because Mike McDaniels came from Shanahan's system. He probably knows. So, like, yeah, Mike McDaniels actually knows Jeff Wilson Jr. a lot, so that's why they made the move for him. Makes sense. Makes Mm -hmm. sense. Uh, Then Jacksonville traded a 2023 conditional fifth and a 2024 conditional second-round pick for wide receiver Calvin Ridley, who is currently suspended. If if I had to make a – Top five list of players I did not expect to be traded. Mm-hmm. He'd be up here. He'd be up here. I mm-hmm. there's zero talks about him because he's suspended. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a great move. I think it is too because the Jaguars now have Christian Kirk, Christian Kirk, and Calvin Ridley, mm-hmm. which is two Plus, really good receivers. They have um, Marvin Jones Jr. Yep, and Etienne running back. Etienne at running Ingram, back. Ingram tight end. Ingram tight end. Not a bad offense. And Trevor Lawrence isn't bad. You'd see the beginning of the year mm-hmm. where he did a lot better than he has been doing now. Yeah. But same time, I think it's partially because their offensive line's mm-hmm. paper and he's I, getting pressure and it's like making it harder. If you give a better line and give him more time, he's going to be better. I think Doug Peterson's a good coach and he's slowly unlocking this uh, key for Trevor Lawrence. I agree. I, I think agree. next year could be a breakout year. Yeah, I think so too. Um, next up, the Broncos traded uh, defensive end Ch- Bradley Chubb and a 2025 fifth-round pick to Miami for running back Chase Edmonds and a 2023 first and a 2023 fourth-round pick. Um, after the trade, Bradley Chubb also signed an extension with Miami for five years for $110 million. That's a great move by the Dolphins. Bradley yeah. Chubb is elite. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dolphins defense are pretty good, but that just makes them better. Yeah, I had this uh, this little note later, like fun fact thing. But I'll mention it now since we're on the subject. Um, so, if fun fact, looking back at the Dolphins' trade with the 49ers so that the 49ers could move up in the draft to draft quarterback Trey Lance, the Dolphins turned three first-round picks into the following. So, their 21st pick, they packaged into a trade to trade up to get wide receiver J- Jalen Waddell. Their 22nd pick, they sent to the Chiefs in order to acquire uh, wide receiver Tyreek Hill. And then this 2023 pick they sent to the Broncos for defensive end Bradley Chubb. That's for the trading down in the draft, or is that from Tunsil? That's that's for maybe. Because I remember seeing something about Tunsil, the trade for Tunsil. Yeah, because – Tunsil went to the Texans because he had the uh, beer ball, the no, long. No, it was – I think no, because this is when the 49ers – so the Dolphins had a high pick in the draft – but they didn't need a quarterback. They had the second pick in the draft. Yeah, but they didn't need the quarterback. So they yeah. went they gave it to the 49ers. And they traded Dolphins down. moved down in the draft and the and Dolphins the 49ers traded them like two picks. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah, so that's what they turned into okay, those picks. Okay. Bradley Chubb, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. That's crazy. 
crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Great use of picks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, hand, hand, round of applause for the uh, Dolphins GM right there. Mm-hmm. Good moves. I like uh, the Dolphins. Taking over the Steelers, the Steelers traded a conditional 25 fifth-round pick to the Commanders for cornerback William Jackson III and a conditional seventh-round pick in 2025. With this, you know, there was a lot of posts about the slander of William Jackson III. Um, mm-hmm. Getting blown in coverage by uh, CD Lamb. CD Lamb did look bad, but pre-pod Ryan and I were looking at some highlights of him absolutely manhandling Antonio Brown in his prime. I, I fuck with this trade. Yeah, um, a lot of people were saying Jackson's washed, mm-hmm. or is it William? Or was it William Jackson? William Jackson the third. Yeah, a lot of people were saying Jackson's washed. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are throwing out that video of him being like completely embarrassed by CD Lamb. Yeah. Um, I think that game he's had a really bad game. Mm-hmm. That's one of the last games he played as commander, so everyone's pulling that up. Yeah. But like I said, like guys going through all the videos trying to find like a really, really a good angle of like how he got burnt because I tried to convince you he's bad. Mm-hmm. And as I was looking, I found posted recently a bunch of highlights from a Bengals game back in the day where he, like you said, there's two really tough plays he made on Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. So, so I think I you don't know. know. I, I think people are also saying it's a bad bad move because they're just going to waive him anyways. Mm-hmm. We practically give up nothing. Yeah. And for just like, hey, don't waive him because we might not get him. We just want him. I back. mean, a fifth round pick in, what, two years, three years? Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. doesn't and matter. Honestly, you know, he played for the Bengals, so he knows the Bengals. It's, you know, it's a nice little, like, key piece to have. Mm-hmm. I always like that when there's that, you know – Interdivisional trade. Mm-hmm. Um, You're saying how you think he's really cute. That's a big plus. Also that, yeah. Yeah. You're looking up his pictures, and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then uh, probably the bigger trade, though, coming out of the Steelers. Um, the Bears traded a 2023 second-round pick to the Steelers for wide receiver Chase Claypool. Love it. Love it, too. I think Chase Claypool is not worth a second-round pick. And the fact that we got a second-round pick for him, I love it. So... He, we got him. We drafted him in the second round. So we used our second round pick a few years ago to get him. Oh, cool. So we just so broke even. He broke even. He was a second round pick. He wasn't a first round pick. He wasn't later than that. Mm-hmm. We got him in the second round. We got a second round pick back for him. Originally, this deal happened directly after Ray, Rayquan Smith or Roquan Smith yeah. got traded to the Ravens. I don't mean to jump ahead. No, you're good. You're good. But essentially, the Bears sold house this trade deadline. Yeah. So, and there's a second round pick from the Ravens in that trade. So originally, when I first saw it, I was like, we got the Ravens second round pick. It's going to be lower than our second round pick. It kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Then I realized it came out that we actually got the Bears second round pick, which makes it Huge. even better. Yeah. So we're going to be like a top five pick in the second round. Mm-hmm. That's For great. Chase Claypool, we got late second round when it's our turn drafting. Yep. So great move by the Steelers right there. And I don't think it's necessarily a bad move by the Bears. I think I think you could have probably got gave up less than that second round pick. Mm-hmm. But I think Chase Claypool is a young guy who's not going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Justin Fields started showing promise the last few weeks. Yeah, been, you want to go get him a weapon to see actually how he is. Mm-hmm. That's a good person to get. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. So I think the Bears had a good end of this deal, and the Steelers I think got more than we should have. So mm-hmm. if 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 we're gonna grade them, I'd give a slight advantage to Steelers in this trade. But I think so. Too. I think I don't. I think I don't think it's that bad. Yeah, I think you give the Steelers a B and them B minus. I I would agree exactly. Um, then next up, this is one of the bigger ones. The Lions traded tight end TJ Hawkinson and a 2023 and a 2024 fourth round pick to the Vikings for a 2023 second round and a 2024 third round pick. Um, so big power move for the Vikings, all in on this year for Super Bowl. Um, if, if Irv Smith went to uh, IR, 
they lost their tight mm-hmm. end too. Yeah. So it's big to basically, even if Irv Smith wasn't hurt, TJ Hawkinson is an upgrade. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like, it's nice. You lose your tight end, you get a better one. Yeah. That's exactly. a really nice move. That's a win now move. Um, I don't know if it's going to be enough to get them over the hump just because Kirk Cousins prime time. That's the only thing holding me back. But this offense is stacked. Justin mm-hmm. Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins is a formidable quarterback, and then you got TJ Hawkinson now. I was line's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Offensive line is pretty solid. Um, it was funny because I think they interviewed Hawkinson after, and he was like saying how he was excited to start winning games. Finally, mm-hmm. he was like, "It's weird that I can finally say that." Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> cool. Um, I actually, so he was who I was thinking of um, about this. Uh, I wrote this down for pre-talk, but I said I'll wait for this part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, how bad would it suck to be in the NFL and your team didn't have their bye week yet, but then you get traded before your team's bye week to a team that already had their bye week, so you just don't get one. Oh. Like T.J. Hawkins is one of the examples. Yeah. The Vikings already had their bye week, and the Lions didn't yet. So he went from not having a bye week yet to a team that already had their bye week. He's never going to get a bye week. I think good guy move for the Vikings. I mean, I know Irv Smith's hurt, so they're kind of strapped for tight ends right now. Like but give him off a week. Give him off a week, yeah. Not going to happen. Not going to happen, but, I, you know. But, like, I was that the case? I don't know if that's the case for Christian McCaffrey. I, I didn't think about all these other trades, but, like, how much does that suck? I think it's a big move, though, because it's really going to open up the field for, like, all their receivers. Like, Justin Jefferson, um, uh, who's the other guy? Um, besides Thielen, there's another guy that's, like, decent, third third string wide receiver. I know you're talking about, I'm thinking. Uh, oh, fuck, it's going to kill me. It's not Wilson or anything. No, it's not a Wilson, I don't think. Um, I'll look it up. Hold on. Vikings depth chart. I It's one of those, uh, as soon as I see it, I'm like, oh, fuck, I should have talked about Yeah, it. yeah. Because I, I, I was thinking that, too, before you even started saying that, I was thinking I should know it. Uh, Jalen Rager and Jalen Oh, they Naylor. did get Rager. Naylor, they did get Rager, that's yeah. right. But I was thinking of Naylor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Nailer, Nailer, whatever you say, Jalen Nailer. So I this is gonna really open. Osborne. Who you think? I was thinking of Osborne. Osborne. Um, but I think this really opens up the field for the Vikings, and I don't know. I mean, we'll see. It, it really does boil down to primetime Kirk's from, Kirk Cousins for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like you were mentioning, the Ravens received uh, linebacker Roquan Smith from the Bears for a 2023 second round and a fifth round pick. Uh, for linebacker eight with eight a, a, uh, linebacker AJ Klein, so the Bears got AJ Klein and those picks. Definitely not bad. I, I, Bears kind of got fleeced in a lot of these trades that they made. <laughs> I don't know. It, it just seems like uh, I don't know. You traded away your best defenders and pass rushers for not even one first round pick. It's crazy to me. Yeah, that is crazy. Uh, then the last one I had, the Broncos traded the Jets in a, a swap for in 2024 for a fourth and fifth pick to acquire de- defensive end Jacob Martin. So the Broncos went out, got Jacob Martin. They gave their fourth round pick to the Jets, and the Jets gave their fifth round pick in 2024. Not bad. Not bad. Just kind of, you know, putting a Band-Aid over a gash for losing Bradley Chubb. Hey, let's trade our best defensive player. <laughs> All right, now what? Now we're going to trade for a different defensive player. What? Who's not that good? Uh, so then take it over to the rest of the headlines. Uh, Colts fired their offensive coordinator, Marcus Brady, from the team. Head coach Frank Reich claims that this was not a scapegoat. He was yeah, okay. not a scapegoat, LOL. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, bud. 
Uh, and then uh, Washington, D.C. police announced that they have made an arrest in the case for Brian Robinson's shooting. No names yet, but it's good that they're making a uh, headway mm-hmm. on that. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, and then 49ers running back Christian McCaffrey had a triple crown in the win over the Rams with a passing, rushing, and receiving touchdown in the same game. Trivia. Whoa. Yeah. So there are three other players who have done this since the NFL merger in 1970. Can you name two of the three? I feel like I feel like one's also on the same team. Like Diva Samuel did. No. He didn't? No. Nothing recently. Because I feel like he always nothing recently. He always throws the ball and he always runs the ball. There's three people. Two of them you'll know for sure. That's why I said two out of three. Um, Antoine Randall L. No. Oh, that would have been a pull. Uh, they're all running backs. Okay. The, the most recent one since McCaffrey was 2005. Hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to think of 2005 running back. Here. I'll say the names. You're going to hate it. Reese Jones Drew. No. Okay. I don't I really don't know. Well, Danny and Tomlinson in two thousand five. Okay. Uh this is one you wouldn't have guessed. David Patton on the Patriots in two thousand one. Oh, we know that is. Mm-hmm. And then Walter Payton in nineteen seventy nine. I would have never guessed Walter Payton. Really? Also, I know Walter Payton. I would never mm-hmm. have guessed because I don't I I just don't I feel like that's so long ago that they wouldn't even think about throwing with the running back. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy though. I thought they'd all be like that's like all new age type of move. That, mm-hmm. I, that's very interesting. I don't know that. All right, swinging a mess for me. Then uh, Bill LT, I wouldn't have guessed LT though. Really, either. I thought you would have. Well, see, it's tough because like, I thought when I said running back, you might have. Yeah, because like a trick play, just like mm-hmm. I mean, not the running backs don't throw it off. It's just kind of like off the wall if they ever did. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, then uh, next up, Bill Belichick passes George Halas to become the second most winning coach, including playoffs in NFL history with 325 wins. Trivia. Okay. Back-to-back right. trivia. I got him. Uh, can you name the first place holder? This one's easier. Uh, Lombardi. No. That's Lombardi, no. No. Chuck Noll? No. I'm thinking all-time coaches here. Mm-hmm. Hallis, Belichick, Noll, Lombardi. Not Jimmy Johnson? Mm-mm. We kind of alluded to his team earlier. Um, with the last trivia or no, no, no. In the uh, I think in the midseason awards that we recorded early. Oh no! Let me tell you. Yeah, it's gonna kill you. <sighs> Don Shula. Uh, the the Dolphins, mm-hmm. the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Don Shula has 347 wins. That makes sense. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I just immediately went to all the, like, the. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't blame you going to Lombardi and Noel. I don't blame you. Yeah, I mean, Noel, he dominated mm-hmm. the 70s. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought he would get it. Lombardi, just early on, everyone else was trash. So he was just mm-hmm. balling on him. Yeah. Yeah, I should I should have done Shula though because it's a perfect season. Mm-hmm. That really helps. Yeah. And that team, those teams are always good. Exactly. Damn, I'm up for two. <clears throat> But, yeah, that's what I have for the headlines. Uh, anything last minute that you caught that you want to throw in? Yes. Yeah, what do you Yesterday, got? big one, big, big one. Did I forget something? Dan Snyder's selling the team. Oh, fuck, I did forget that. Yeah, uh, so it's Finally not official selling. It's not official yet, mm-hmm. but it came out that he's exploring options and talking with a bank 
in working on selling the commanders. Yeah, you know what? I remember because I was going through the notes and I saw one like side story of it, and I like tabled it because I was going to put it as a bigger headline later mm-hmm. and get like the like the bigger article on it. Yeah, I forgot all about it. I know. I figured you did. I figured you did. Uh, that's why I even check. I didn't even think to check because mm-hmm. normally I just like skim through it and like, oh yeah, this happened. You mm-hmm. forgot this. I, I I thought you were gonna have it, but yeah. But whenever you said Commanders running back, I was like, oh wait, I haven't heard Dan Snyder yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's crazy. Dan Snyder's actually selling the team. I saw uh, people were saying it's gonna probably go for ten bill, which is wild. Yeah, yeah. It's just NFL. That's like any NFL team. What did the Broncos go for? Uh, probably a little bit Walmart, more because they just happened like this weird. Probably probably uh, more than the Commanders because they're a long-standing franchise as well. With more success, yeah. I know the Cowboys are the most expensive. So in June, Cowboys uh, were like fourteen the, mil. Ooh, so in June the Broncos sold for uh, four point six five, and the Commanders sold for ten. No, I mean someone just said that. Oh, yeah, okay, let me figure. That's crazy. Yeah, because I think the Cowboys are fourteen worth fourteen point something billion, and that's like the highest. Grossing. Uh, All right, so this one, CBS is saying it's probably going to go for like around five. So it'd be more than the Broncos, but not. 10. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're, um, still crazy. Still crazy. What What would you even search for to see what everyone's worth? And um, worth, I guess. Yeah. Uh, highest, most expensive franchises, NFL. Yeah, that's a good idea. But I, I already put something else in. It, it's definitely Cowboys one. I'm going to Cowboys. Say, so. Let me see this. Let me pull the two. list. Okay, um, I have the list. One is the Cowboys. You're right. Mm-hmm. A six point five bill. Rams too. No, no, the Rams are four. Okay. You got New England uh, five. Yeah, yeah. Giants at four point eight. Rams at four point eight. That's weird, but I okay. Then Commanders. So this list is a little older because it's this football team still. I, mean, I know they're long. Four point two. Six is the Forty ers Seven the Bears. Eight Jets. Nine Eagles. I mean, I know they're a long-standing franchise, but like they really have they have what Broncos, two Super Bowls? Eleven Texans, twelve Seahawks, twelve, thirteen Packers, fourteen Steelers. Yeah, Steelers. A three point four three bill. Mm-hmm. Fifteen. See, I thought that would be higher. We're like an international brand. How much would you love it if you could just buy an NFL team? If I was, if I was a billionaire, that's the first thing I'd do. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like I, I've heard people say, like I've heard uh, certain podcasts say. You're a billionaire, multi-billionaire. You don't own a sports team. There's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And I hundred percent back that. I do too. I don't any. Sport. If you like sports, yeah, but you still gotta own one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, if I would buy. I, I think if you like sports, especially, but like, say you wanted to really buy an NFL team, mm-hmm. and then the first team that you came on market that you can afford is like a team you hate, like the Browns. Would you still buy them? <sighs> I wouldn't, because that makes that means I'd have to cheer for them. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I would never be able to cheer for the Browns. It ha- it have to be outside the AFC North. Like I'd buy Jacksonville in a heartbeat. I'd buy. I don't know who the cheapest would be. I'm assuming Jacksonville. Maybe Detroit. I was actually have that list pulled up still. So let's look. Yeah, let's see who's on the bottom of that list. I'm I just guessing Jacksonville. Bless you. Thank you. So number thirty-two. This is it has to be. This is from Forbes. This is a couple years ago. That's still probably accurate. This is from last August. Okay. 2020. I, I'm, I, I switched it. I trust it's similar. No, I switched it because I don't believe it. Um, Somebody crazy. Maybe like 
Yeah, okay, it's not it's not the same on this this year's updated list. Okay. Um it last list is the Bills. Really? Yeah, it's this year it's the Bengals. Ugh, yeah, I wouldn't buy Bengals, the Bengals. Lions, Cardinals is from bottom up, then Bills at twenty nine. So Bang- Bengals, Lions, Cardinals. Did you say? Yeah, uh the okay. Lions are thirty one, the Cardinals are thirty, Bills are twenty nine. What is what are the Lions worth? Those are all a couple bill. Um so since he's three bill, lines are three something, yeah. Three oh five. I definitely get the lions. Hundred percent. That's a realistic like sell soon if you want to like mm-hmm. try to pull dude, what we won the lottery. Dude, let's let's make a commitment that if one of us won the lottery and we have enough money in the winnings to buy an NFL team, we buy an NFL team and we co own it. Dirty J Arena. Dirty J Arena. Yeah. We'll do podcasts live from the booth. Well, okay, miscellaneous sports. Miscellaneous sports. <laughs> the newest, the newest headline I saw from NHL. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Reynolds is talking about buying the Ottawa Senators. Really? <laughs> yeah. So like the hockey, hockey teams are very cheap. Yeah, well, he's Canadian, so it makes sense. That's awesome. I saw like, he he came out and said he wants to, he's like exploring if that if the, if the Senators come available, mm-hmm. he wants to buy them. Yeah. And uh, I'm and down then for I saw it. a bunch of like pictures of. Uh, Deadpool wearing a Senators jersey. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's just – we should buy a hockey team. I'd rather get an NFL team, 100%. Well, we can make the uh, NHL team profitable than use the winnings of that and on multiple sports teams. Fair point. Fair point. You like, got to start well, somewhere. Walter Cronkite or whatever. Cronk, not Walter Cronkite. Uh, Actually, I'd buy the Pirates. What's what a Cronkite? Pirates worth? Uh, they're probably worth nothing. Let me look it up. <laughs> yeah, look up the Pirates, dude. Who's the guy, Cronky, who owns – he owns the Rams, the – he owns the Rams. He owns the Nuggets. He owns Liverpool. Jeez. Or Arsenal. Like he owns like sick. Oh, he owns Avalanche. I would. Yeah. I would bully Bob Nutting until he sold the team to me. Uh, Pittsburgh Pirates worth. I would easily buy the Pirates. I turned them into a fucking world. One point three two bill easily. That's that's manageable. That's less than half than. Of like the worst. Yeah, NFL. let's do it. The, the cheapest <laughs> NFL team is more than double the amount. Of Here's what we do: we win the lottery. We put all of it on red and the roulette table. No, no. <laughs> we were in the. We were in the. We were in the. We win the bill from the lottery. Mm-hmm. Then we take half of it. Yeah, yeah. We split. So we split half. Half. We keep half. We keep. Yeah. Regardless of half. Mm-hmm. Put the other half on red or black. Yeah. Flip a coin. Yeah. And if we win, we get the pirates. If we don't, we just become two hundred and fifty. Yeah, we're just we're just we're just we're wealthy just fucking, for the rest of our lives. We're just we're, we're set. Mm-hmm. We're That's set for life. Shake on it. Shake yeah. on it. That's I. I, I oh wait. Yeah. Come back. I was say yeah. <laughs> um, but Stan Kroenke, he owns the he owns Arsenal, the Avalanche, the Rams, the Nuggets. Uh, and then like a person in the lacrosse league, person in the Overwatch league. <laughs> Call of Duty League. God, um, he just owns like everyone. But like this past year, he won uh, the Super Bowl and the Stanley Cup. That's kind of sweet. Nice tangent. I like that tangent. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Very good tangent. All right, let's take it over to our segments. Leading off, with guys' gut wrenching moments. Um, first one I had. Russ did his whole worshiping, praying thing again at the pregame in London, where he stood in the middle of the field, had his arms extended, the music on, and just like spinning around. <laughs> That's sweet. I just thought that was funny. 
Um, I, I just imagine him listening. Oh, God is an awesome God. He reigns. <laughs> I think that's like in his headphones. Or it's like a recording of him being like, you're not a bad quarterback. You will score in the red zone today. <laughs> Be careful. It's spicy. Let's ride. <laughs> it's spicy. Uh, the second thing I had, did you see uh, when Joe Burrow threw a pick six and he was trying to make the tackle to save the pick six? He, he saw Miles Garrett and immediately turned tail. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't blame him, but like it was kind of bad to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it was very – it was literally he's ready to go. Then he like, looked over and was like, nope, and mm-hmm. he ran the other way. And this one's kind of my favorite. Um, so there was a play during the 49ers and Rams game last week where Allen Robinson – Signaled for a first down right in front of a 49s player. Uh, the 49ers player pointed to the ref, uh, insinuating that uh, Robinson was taunting. So the ref threw the flag, and then the 49ers celebrated the taunting. Oh, no. This is the NFL now. This is all it is. Taunting calls. Well, that I thought it was against us, but I thought that one taunting call with A.J. Brown is stupid, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, A.J. Brown, like, Taunting's dumb. torched our secondary all day. And on the third touchdown, he pointed at Minka and pointed at Sutton, whoever else it was, and said, mm-hmm. like, you can't guard me, you can't guard me, and you got taunted. Yeah, yeah. That's that was just stupid. Taunting is a stupid penalty. Mm-hmm. Even when we're on the receiving end like that. Um, I actually have a gut-wrenching moment. Okay. Honorable mention. Yeah. Because um, I just remember this is not in my weenies. Mm-hmm. Uh, similar to the Joe Burrow thing, uh, who the Bears play this past week? Was the Cowboys. Cowboys. The Cowboys got a scoop and score for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And it's because Justin Fields jumped over the guy who got the ball. Michael Parsons scored or something like that. Yeah. So as a loose ball, Michael Parsons picked it up, was on the ground. Justin Fields instead touching him on the ground for thought the play was dead. Oh. Ended up leaping over him and without Damn. touching him. So then Michael Parsons realized he wasn't touched. So he got up and took it to the house. Fuck. Go, like Justin Fields avoided That's touching tough. him. Yeah. Yeah. I for, I totally forgot about it until you mentioned the Joe Burrow. That would have made it like kind of a game too, because if he I mean, didn't 40, get that touchdown, two to twenty nine. Yeah. Not as bad. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's thirty five to twenty nine. That's mm-hmm. a six point game. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I, I totally forgot about that because that probably would have been a weenie of the week mm-hmm. if I remembered it. I just forgot. Um. All right. Next up, guys, grandiose gangs. A uh, little. Slight shakeups this week. Uh, not nothing really outside the top five though. Number one, we have the Eagles. Currently, they're tied right now at ha- coming out of half, 14-14. But they are undefeated at the time of recording this, so I will still have the Eagles at number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I have the Bills. No questions asked. Number three, Chiefs. Number four, Vikings. Number five, Titans. <laughs> I mean, are the Titans not the top five team right now? Is there anybody on this list you would put higher than Titans? Answer this. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Cowboys. Who? All right, Cowboys are six. Dolphins. I'm not, I'm not upset. Ah. I put the Dolphins. Two was undefeated. Yeah, but you know they 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 won, but they still need to win one more game before they're above the Titans for me. Yo, know, they they have one less loss than the Titans. And the Titans beat the Texans, the Colts, the Commanders. Titans the Colts. are five and two. Yeah. And the and Dolphins are five and three. Yeah, so that's one more loss. Yeah, so I said. Uh, I thought I thought you meant the Titans had one more loss. No, the Dolphins have one more oh, loss. Okay. Um, the teams that the Titans beat now are the Raiders, frauds, yeah. Colts, frauds, Commanders, frauds, Colts, frauds, Texans, frauds. Wins are wins. They don't make. They the lost to the Giants and the Bills. 
Those are reputable teams. Yeah, the Dolphins beat the Bills. Fair. Let's look at, let's look at their losses. Okay. So their losses with a third-string quarterback no, uh, I, and a second-string to I, I, I the Jets, Bengals, and Vikings, all really good teams. And with their starting quarterback to beat the Pats, Ravens, Bills, Steelers, Lions. So I think the Dolphins are better than the Titans. That's fair. That's fair. I think, seven, Cow- I, I think the Cowboys are better than both of them. You think the Cowboys are better than both? I think Titans deserve to be on this list. I'm not okay. I'm not yeah, knocking yeah, the Titans. You're saying just bump the Titans to seven, move the Cowboys yeah. and Dolphins up. I yeah. think you move them to seven and just move these two up one. Okay. I think it's fine. That's fair. Uh, Dolphins seven. Number eight, I have the Seahawks leading the NFC West. You, ha- you have to put them there. You have to. They're, they're <laughs> winning weird. their division. You it's have weird. to put them there. And then number nine, I have the Ravens. Seahawks are one of those teams that I think – Aren't, it's not gonna last. It, ain't gonna it last. won't. It but, won't. It, but while they're while they're good, you gotta put them. Yep. Um. Next one, you said what? The Ravens. Ravens nine. Yeah. I would. I mean, if if I liked the Ravens more, I'd be arguing with him saying they should be higher too. But mm-hmm. I can't because I mean, they're also not that good. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Like there's times where like their defense looks atrocious, and there's times where their defense looks great. It's just very weird what when they show up. Um. And then number ten, I have the Giants. Big big drop down. I think they were like six last week, but they lost to the Seahawks, so mm. I put them at ten. I didn't want to justify putting the Chargers above after a bye week, you know. Yeah, I mean they're top. They're definitely top ten. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I mean I don't have much argument with it. Just besides, I think the Cowboys, Dolphins, well, Titans. I, I get that. I get that. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take it over to you for weenies and wagers. Weenies and wagers. Um, as I mentioned, if I remember the Justin Fields thing. Justin Fields will probably be a weenie of the week. Honorable mention, yeah. So he's an honorable mention. Another honorable mention, that's Michael Thomas. Um, <laughs> today, after I made the list, after I distributed the list. Mm-hmm. Or did I distribute the list? Did I post about it? Oh, I don't, think, I don't I think you did, yeah. I made the graphic. I just forgot. Eh, I'll right. do it here in a second. Yo, by the time you hear this, it'll be up. <laughs> um, Go ahead, fact check us. <laughs> well, actually. You can change it up now. I didn't post it yet. I could change it up. <laughs> Yeah, that's your, that's that's your battle, dude. All right, I am going to change it up. Honorable mention then now mm-hmm. is going to be a guy we didn't talk about before because we were trying to save it for later. Brandon Cooks. Yeah. So Brandon Cooks uh, thought he was going to be traded by the, the Texans at the deadline. I agree, taking him off for that. He was not traded the deadline. He's very upset. He's not playing tonight because of it, right? Yeah, I don't know if it's like more disgruntlement on him or more just the team didn't like really practice with him because they thought they were going to trade him and they yeah. didn't. But yeah, either way, he's not playing tonight. Uh, but yeah, he didn't play, and his uh, he tweeted, "Don't take a man's kindness for granted. Covered for the lies for too long. Those days are done. Cross the line with playing with my career." So he's pissed. So this is more of a Texans week of the week than it really is. Yeah, Cooks. But yeah, either way, they're off the list. He's off the list at number two. So he. Is going to be replaced with number two, Michael Thomas. Um, I'll get the three here in a second because we're kind of doing this all backwards. But Michael Thomas is my number two. Um, I saw a meme today whenever he officially got rolled out, and it's Brian Robinson got shot four <laughs> times, out, yeah. and he's back in. He got <laughs> shot, and he's back in four weeks. Uh, Michael Thomas hurt his little toesy woesy, and he's out for the season. Uh, I'm a big can't guard Mike advocate, but I'm done with him now. Yeah. That's, that's, he, the, that's the he played like two games in three seasons. That's the straw that broke the camel's back. Dislocated toe. Yeah, he got surgery on a dislocated toe. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a doctor by any means, but I feel like dislocating a toe is very minimal. 
it's I get the argument. He's a receiver. He needs his feet to be hundred percent so he can make cuts, make all the explosive moves mm-hmm. he can. But uh, he he he's getting surgery after being out what four or five weeks with it. Yeah, so why like not? Right? If you need surgery, mm-hmm. why not get it right away? But like he'd be returning like in a week or two. Do we know the toe in question? Is it the big toe? I I, I can sure. give more precedence I'm to the big toe. I'm, if he's out for the season because of a toe injury, I if it's the pinky toe. toe, he's officially done. If it's any toe besides the big toe, then he's yeah, the biggest, true, true. softest person. Like I feel planet. like you can put like two fucking like little casts like together, like you know, yeah. like, you know how like when your finger breaks or dislocates, you put your two fingers adjacent to it, tied like, together, yeah. to make it heal better. You can do, those I feel like you just do that with your toe, and you're all good to go. There arms. Yeah, it's a bar. Two chains line of the week. Okay, <laughs> guideline of the week. Two guideline of the week. Um, but all right. Going back to number three now on my uh, Wings of the Week, your boy Zach Wilson, um, yeah. Milf Hunter, sixty nine. Yeah. Um, Zach Wilson threw three interceptions and lost to the Patriots after the game. Wilson said, "Quote: Every time I get out of the pocket, it just gets frustrating just throwing the ball out of bounds." Um, he essentially said he was bored, and that's why he's throwing all these picks is because he doesn't want to throw it out of bounds. Um, I believe Coach Sala also came out and said he's the one who said the word bored. Just because he's bored, he can't throw it out of bounds. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Zach Wilson even said later in that quote, went on to say, like, we win when I do the smart thing and throw it out of bounds. I just get frustrated, so I try to make a play. So he basically admitted, hey, I know what to do to win. I just don't do it. <laughs> hey, admitting it is the first path or the first step to the path of uh, redemption. Yeah. Sure. I'm cool with it. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think he's a bad quarterback, but. I, I think he can be a serviceable quarterback. I don't think he'll ever be great. Mark Sanchez. I think he can be better than Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez was pretty damn good. He, he, yeah, he was. But the butt fumble made every mistake he made yeah, it, look it was way really, worse than it was. Yeah, it was like a big shadow that like overcasted him. But he was good for a couple of years. When they played the Steelers in the AFC Championship. Back-to-back AFC Championships. That He was good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Zach Wilson, I mean, if his career turns out to be Mark Sanchez, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I think. I, and I could see that for him, you know, just mm-hmm. being like, a, you know, good, not great. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then my number one winning of the week is DJ Moore. Um, <laughs> the Panthers lost. First of all, he didn't get traded. Second of all, <laughs> the Panthers lost in overtime to the Falcons. Um, at the end of the game, P.J. Walker had an insane Hail Mary pass. Throw of his life. DJ Moore had an insane <laughs> dive and catch for the catching the Hail Mary. Yeah. They tied it up. They need the extra point to win the game, but as soon as DJ Moore made the catch, he took his helmet off on the field, threw it, and started going nuts. He forgot that the game wasn't over yet. That's a big no-no. Take your helmet off on the field. He got a penalty. The extra point got backed up. The kicker missed the extra point. It goes overtime. In overtime, I think the kicker also had another chance to win it. They didn't. Falcons ended up winning. I, though I agree he's a weenie for this, I think we do need to look at the whole, like, penalties for plays like that like if i'm if i'm a dj Moore, and i catch a hell mary pass with the clock like under 10 seconds left in the game like plus 50 yards 60 yards whatever it was i'm gonna make the same mistake probably probably i'm gonna be fucking hyped up man like i might do the same shit and i don't know if i can blame him for that i definitely i can't i would do the same thing yes mm-hmm but I'm also not in the NFL, so I can be like, fuck you. True, true. <laughs> be smarter. I, I would just it's, like, it's like that meme of, like, you sit on the couch, like, a big flat saw. It's like, you suck at sports. Yeah. Do better. 
Um, <clears throat> I, I, I don't know. I think we just need to look at it and be like, hey, like, you know, if it's a big play like that, we're cool. Yeah, like. Don't do anything like excessive. Don't take your helmet off on the field. But if, it, if, 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 it's, like if it's a helmet playing, you take <laughs> yeah. it off, it should be okay. <laughs> yeah. Put that in the rule book a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's a complete gray area that nobody would be able to, like, make a true determination on. But I think something needs to be done about that. I agree. I agree with that. Um, but, yeah, that's all I got for Winnie's of the week. As I mentioned oh, – I did not mention that. As I mentioned before, um, you're not going to hear that until next week. So I'm not going to say it. I was going to do the standings. But you're, it's a little teaser for the people. Mm-hmm. You're going to see it next week. Okay. Um. But all right, a wager of the week. Mm-hmm. Forgot about that. Um, it's going into this, going into the, the seg, uh, NFL segment. I didn't have anything. Um, I was looking all week for little stats here and there, trying to make some fun. Couldn't. But I, as soon as we started the segment, I was looking through everything, and I have my pick. Yeah. Uh, the Dolphins are playing the Bears. It's in Chicago. The Dolphins are in the field with two is starting. Two is starting. They are only four and a half point favorites. Ooh. The, Dol- the, the Bears just traded everyone on their defense away, and the Dolphins added Bradley Chubb on defense, who's okay. going to play this week. Mm-hmm. How are they only four and a half point favorites? This is a game that makes me want to think that's way too low. Someone knows something that I don't. I don't think so. Fuck Vegas. I'm taking Dolphins, Dolphins on that spread. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to win by a lot more than four and a half. Um, I think they're going to be a question. Two, two, two score game. H- how's two in the weather? I always think this is Florida quarterbacks. Yeah, I don't know. And is what's the weather for Sunday? Let's look. Weather Let's in look. Chicago Sunday. Like I don't think we're at snow point yet. God forbid. No. no um, no, no. but like you know, maybe cold rain. That could be problematic. Cold and rain. That's a bad mixture. You know. I mean, the Dolphins did go out and get a sixty-five and sunny. Yeah, Dolphins all the way. <laughs> Four is there like rain around the time period, like around that it's, Sunday? Or? It's a giant sun emoji. Like sun straight through like the next few days. It's too. raining uh, today and tomorrow, then sunny. So if the rain does stay longer than expected, it could be raining on Sunday. But I think but usually it's later. I, I worry more about like stuff that's like, hey, there's a big storm coming Monday, and then it comes earlier. Yeah, after you know? after there's nothing. Yeah, usually after. It's after there's absolutely nothing. All right. It's just uh, the couple days leading up. I'm with, I'm with the wager. Yeah. So, wager of the I'm week. With it. It's kind of like my um, – it's kind of like my Bengals. Just Bengals versus Falcons, but the Bengals on the spread. Yeah. It's about the Dolphins on the spread. Four and a half is, does not seem like the appropriate spread. After all the deadline moves from both sides, the Dolphins are a way better team than the Bears even before the deadline moves. And now that the Bears wipe away their defense and the Dolphins added to theirs, I feel like it's going to be a bloodbath. I agree. Um, Dolphins are going to kick the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, it's still four, like, just one touchdown. If the Dolphins just beat them by a touchdown, it's yeah, still kids. That is a crazy line because, like, not only, did, not only did the Dolphins get Bradley Chubb, but the Bears also sold house. That's what I'm, that's the biggest point I'm trying to make is like <laughs> yeah. they literally have no defense anymore. Yeah, they have no. They defense. have no one on defense. They got Claypool on they offense. Their offense. That's it. Their offense can be a little bit better with Claypool. Yes, their defense is garbage. Mm-hmm. Two has not lost a game. They have Jalen Waddle. They have Tyree Kill. Like Gesicki didn't get traded like people thought he was gonna be. But that, that offense is the Dolphins have weapons. Their defense is even better now. Like I I think this would be a I think this is 
easiest bet of my life. I'm about to put money on it right now, actually. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but all right. That's all I got for wager of the week. Let's take it over to Pick'ems. Pick'ems, Pick'ems. Pick'ems, let's go. All right, so nine minutes left in the third quarter for the Eagles-Texans. It's tied. You have ten and less. I have ten and more. Ten's a push. Ten's a push. Okay. It's mm-hmm. tied right now. So it's right We haven't now. pushed in a while. No, because I've been Come doing... to think about it. I feel like we've been doing halves. Have we been? No. No? Mm-mm. We considered it last week, but we didn't. Mm-hmm. So it's ten straight off to push. Ten's a really reasonable push, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right, that that is Thursday night game. We'll update you maybe if it's still going on in the next segment. Um, moving over to Sunday, one o'clock games. We have the Vikings versus the Commanders in DC. The Vikings are three and a half point favorites. This is another spread. Uh, this is another spread that I was considering, like the Dolphins, as like. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Vikings should be way more. Yeah. Uh, they're coming off is a bye. Dog week or something. Like, is that coming up? Because, like... Well, they're not coming off a bye. But they came off being the Cardinals. Um, like, what, the week all the underdogs win? I, I feel like it might not be a bad idea for a dog week just because, like, all the trades that happened. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams, like, you know, new systems, got to figure shit out. Some dogs can win. Underdogs can win. Mm-hmm. But I the commanders suck. Yeah, they do. They do. But uh, Taylor Heineke, counterpoint. Mm-hmm. Not that bad. Yeah. I'm still rolling Vikings. I, I said I'm going to go Vikings, too, because I... I'm in my mindset. I think that this is a this is a weird spread. Like I think it should be way more, but whatever. Um, next, we have the Panthers in Cincinnati versus the Bengals. The Bengals are seven and a half point favorites. Bungles. Yeah, Bungles. This is a good, is a good get right game. Yeah, th- this will be the game where they figure out. What oh, to I do. forgot to mention this. I, I think I saw this where Joe Burrow is completely defeated by the Browns in his career. That's a good set to have. I think I saw that somewhere. I don't know if it's 100% true, but I could have swore I heard that. That's a good set to have if that's the case because they're playing again. So mm-hmm. They only played once. That's the first game they played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out of Ohio. That's a good set to have. Mm-hmm. If they, they come back when Rapist comes back too, that's a, that's a Browns dub mm-hmm. right there. I think so too. Yeah. It's Anyways, yeah. Game. Bengals. We'll look into that. Um, the Eagles just scored. They're up seven. Uh, AJ Brown. <laughs> Next, we have the Bills in New York versus the Jets. The Bills are 11.5-point favorites. Did you see that? No. My pen just exploded. I was looking at the spread, and I heard something, <laughs> and I thought that was you just throwing it Dude, on the table. <laughs> um, yeah, the Bengals are going to – or the Bills are going to kick the shit out of the Jets. I mean, no questions there. Yeah, do you need another pen? No, I got one. It's working? Yeah, it was just like – I don't know what happened. It was just like the whole pen came apart. Like it wasn't like an ink yeah. explosion. It was just like the you, use this pen, dude. This pen's sick. No, I'm using this. Use pen. this, dude, this I, I like sick. this pen. I've been slowly coming back with this pen. Dude, this pen is so good. Um, <laughs> well, I just give you a curse pen. <laughs> and you yeah. never want another I'm one. I'm going again. bills, obviously. Yes, yeah, Sam. I'm King Jets. I'm just kidding. Next game, we have the Colts in New England versus the Patriots. The Patriots oh. are five points uh, favorites. Um, I'm getting pass. I can't trust the Colts. I can't trust the Colts either. Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor's out. I think Sam Hellinger's starting. Not Matt Ryan. Um, yeah. The Pats aren't good either. I do like Deion Jackson in this game, but like I'm, I'm still going Patriots. Yeah, the Patriots aren't that good either. I just, I just don't think the Colts. I think the Colts are worse. Is Max starting or is Zappy? 
Mac, I think. I think they're going to keep going with Mac. Okay. Max played the last game. Oh, he did? Yeah, he's the Jets. Okay. I think he played the entire game. Gotcha. Well, let's fact check that real quick. Um, Patriots, Jets, where are you at? I could have looked up pretty easily, too. I have it. Um, Stats, Patriots, Mac Jones played the entire game. Damn. 194 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, next, we have the, uh, the Raiders in Jacksonville versus the Jaguars. Raiders are one-and-a-half-point favorites. In Jacksonville? In Jacksonville. I hate the Raiders. They're frauds, but I'm taking them here because they had – didn't they put up a goose egg against the Saints? Yeah, they true. Need a, they need a get-right get game, and it's one of those games that I think they're going to get right. Like I, gonna I agree. Yeah. Come back, fight. Josh Jacobs is going to run all over them. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I if if it wasn't if they, and the Jags Raiders got something in the trade, but he's suspended for the year. So. Yeah, <laughs> if the Raiders didn't get a goose egg last game, mm-hmm. but they still got demolished by the Saints, I would go Jags here. I think so too. The fact yeah. they got zero points, that offense didn't come out like swinging. Mm-hmm. Um, next we have the Dolphins at the Bears. The Dolphins are four and a half point favorites. It's in Chicago. You know where I'm going because I said it. Yeah, and I agree with you, so I'm also going Dolphins. All right. Uh, next, Battle of the NFC North. We got the Packers in Detroit versus the Lions. Packers are three-and-a-half-point favorites. I hate this game. I do, like, too. They I mean, should win. Packers it's in Detroit? Win. It's in Detroit. Aaron Rodgers owns the division. He, he does. He, he should does. win. Like, they'll win, but it's not going to be a pretty win. It's either not going to be a – I think – I think I'm thinking like 17. No, yeah. I think opposite. I think it's, they're going to lose a close game or win a blowout. But I'm thinking like 17, like 10, kind of thing. Win a close game. So I can see them losing like a 20 17, but winning like a 35 to 10. Yeah. It's just Aaron Rodgers against the Bears. I'm going Packers. If the Packers lose this game, I'm never picking him again. I'm going Packers as well boring but you got to yeah i can't i can't justify it last one o'clock game we have the chargers in atlanta you doing it versus the falcons you hitting it the chargers are three-point favorites in la in atlanta you hitting it i might hit it you might hit it the injured chargers i think i'm gonna hit it i'm gonna go chargers i think i'm gonna hit the falcons here i don't blame you the Chargers are so beat up. They are beat up. They're very beat Dave up. Allen's back though. Yeah, did they just lose Eddie Jackson like last week though? JC Jackson. JC yeah. Jackson. I mean, yeah. Like their defense is beat up. Their offensive line's beat up. Mm-hmm. Their quarterbacks beat up. Yep. The Falcons are home. It's a cross country trip for the True. Chargers. True. I mean, I don't. I want to go to Chargers here, but like I something's telling it. So, this is the, Do you write them down early still? I haven't. Okay. The last two weeks. Um, bit, but yeah, I'm going Falcons here. All right. Um, next we have the four hundred five game. Um, we have the Seahawks in Arizona versus the Cardinals. Cardinals are two point favorites. I hate this game too. I'm going Cardinals. <laughs> I'm already going cracked out for one team. I'm not going cracked Did out. Did they for play two. before? I'm checking. I think they might have pl- – they did, and the Seahawks won. So, I'm going Cardinals. Okay. Okay. 
D hops back. Do you want Cardinals, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. D hops back. Um, this division has got to fix itself out soon. Like it's mm-hmm. too weird. <laughs> Speaking of division, next game we got the Rams in Tampa Bay versus the Bucks. The Bucks are three point favorites. Rematch from the divisional round last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going Rams. The Bucks are favored by three, but I'm going Rams because. I think the Rams are just a better team than the Bucks right now. Bucks are at home where it's a little different, but Yeah. This is a tough one. Um what do we got rest of the slate here? Mm. We got two games left. Yeah, I'm looking at them now. Um, your your favorite team. <laughs> and then a Monday night game at the I'll Lions go Bucks. I'll go Bucks. I don't like it. I really don't like it, but I'm gonna go Bucks. Um all right, Sunday night we have uh, the Tennessee Titans in Arrowhead versus the Chiefs. The Chiefs are twelve and a half point favorites. That's off the insane. Buy. That's insane. Um, I'm going it's Chiefs. Insane. The Titans just aren't as good as you think, but I think I think I think I'm picking Chiefs. Yeah, I might bet the Chiefs spread, dude. I think they're going to win by a lot more than twelve and a half. I think so. Kadarius Tony. Yeah, he's going to go off. They're coming off a bye. Yeah, that's you true kidding too. me? They're going to yeah. clown the Titans. Um, I don't know if it's going to be a clowning necessarily. But I, I think the Chiefs win. What, what's considered a clown? Three touchdown win, okay. I'd say. I'd say three scores. Seven Three points. field goals? No. Yeah, no, because three field goals would be two scores. Uh, I see what you're saying. So three scores, so. Like 17. 17 points is a clowning? Yeah. Trying to think, seventeen to seventeen to zero because because one touchdown, two to field goals, twenty to three. So the mi- minimal, six. the most, the smallest three yeah, score lead fair. you can have is that's two fair. touchdowns and a field goal. That's fair. I I I, I agree with you there. Yeah, you know, seventeen zero, twenty to three, twenty three to six. These yeah. are clownings. Yeah, yeah. Thirty one fourteen. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's a clowning. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay, I, I agree with you. Um, both going Chiefs. Yeah, both going Chiefs. All right, then finally Monday night we have the Ravens in New Orleans versus the Saints. The Ravens are two and a half point favorite. Still going Ravens. I'm going Ravens. I'm shocked that it's that little. Um, I think the Ravens has some injuries to their very limited wide receiver core. Also, no Mike Thomas. Um, yeah, do you think that'd make? I think that'd make the spread better for the Ravens. True. Probably just because they're home. Yeah, I guess. I think otherwise it'd be five points. I, mean, I think that they I think five on the Raiders fair, I think five points is a fair favor for the Ravens. Yeah. So I think be, them being home, the Saints, they'll give them two point favorite. I got caught up in the tangents, but I have to say it. Mm-hmm. I forgot I have fifty yarder. Oh, cool. Yeah, I forgot my got? fifty yarder, and we have to do because next week's episode I said. <laughs> yeah, remember right. last week when I said <laughs> the fifty yarder? So I have to. I was going to ignore it and not do it, but then I remembered. <laughs> If people like only watch, watch the midseason awards and they like be like, all right, I have to watch this last. Let's go back and check. And then they're like scrolling yards. through, like, where's this fifty yarder, Ryan? Like, yeah, you liar, you fucking liar. Um, this is a very Yinzer fifty yarder. This is a very uh, non-rational. It's more of my Yinzer brain. It's it's not that irrational. I think the Steelers are gonna make the playoffs. It's not that yeah, irrational. I said it. It's it's really not, it. guys. It's we, we, we're trash. But I I said it as a joke. We're not before we recorded midseason. Then I, but I didn't really like. I actually looked ahead of the schedule. I'm like, I'm not really not joking. Um, 
So this week we're on bye. Mm-hmm. So we're resting up. Next week we're off bye. We're going to have TJ Watt back. Mm-hmm. We're going to have all these guys rested up, injuries, whatever. Matt Cannon is definitely get fired if we lose next game. Um, and our schedule's outside of our division. Our schedule's cake. Read so it off to me. Let me answer what I think will happen. So right now what, we're 2-6? and six? We're 2-6. Yes. and six. We are. Let me... Just double check. We're two and six. I jokingly said we're going to be eleven and six at the end of the season. That means we have to win out. Yeah, two and six. So we're two and six right now. We have the Saints. That's a win. That's a win with DJ. Bungles Sunday night at in Pittsburgh. That's a loss because we beat them earlier in the year. Okay. Colts. That's a win. Falcons probably. Uh, Falcons. That's a toss up for me. It's a win. I I can understand win. I'll give you a win. Um, Ravens. We didn't play them yet, right? No. Is it in Baltimore? Home. I'll be. I'll be at the game. We'll win that. I'll be there. Your good luck. We'll win that. Um, Panthers win. Raiders. The night that toss up at home Christmas Eve. The night Franco Harris number get retired by the Steelers against I hear the Raiders. You. But I think win. we either lose that Falcons game or lose this game. We're winning both. <laughs> Second Ravens game. Um. When, uh, win or loss, we'll split with the Ravens. Browns. Probably a loss because the Watson. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Dude, we, we, when he was on the Texans, he I, came and we embarrassed him. I don't him. know about playoffs, but maybe over 500. Nine and eight. Nine and eight. Nine and eight, I can see. No, Tomlin's not, is getting a winning season. That'd be wild if he got a winning season after a two and six start. So man. a nine and eight, a nine and eight records gives us two losses there. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a rapid fire go through the teams so one more time. So you're saying Saints, Ravens and Bengals, Saints, Bengals, Colts, Falcons, Ravens, Panthers, Raiders, Ravens, Browns. I think we're gonna split the Ravens, split with the Bengals. In, in either, either. Did we lose to the Browns earlier? In the we game? lost in Thursday night. Okay, with Mitch. No county. Okay. And it's close. That's when Pickens had that crazy catch. Yeah, but they will have Watson. But but that doesn't matter. All it right. Don't matter. I think I think we're gonna be nine and eight or ten and seven. Okay. But yeah. I so can see nine and eight. If it's nine and eight, we don't make playoffs. Yeah. Ten and seven make playoffs. I can see over five hundred record is a fifty yarder that's viable. But mm-hmm. I, I like it though. I like it though. It's not unheard of. It's Definitely crazy. Not crazy. It's yeah. actually crazy, though. I, I said it. Well, you like, said it earlier. I was like, Wait. I said it in my like joking voice, <laughs> yeah. and you were just like, "Okay, bud." And then I just started rolling off the schedule. We're like, "Okay, bud." And I'm yeah. like, Wait, "All right, bud." Wait, Wait a minute. Whoa. Um. So we have three differences on the week. Uh, the Houston. We have a spread. The Falcons. You have the Falcons. I have the Chargers. Then you have the Rams. I have the Bucks. Si, senor. All right. Let's take it over to pop culture. Yup, yup. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? All right. Let's get into some pop culture. No. We're doing it. No. We're doing it. I said no. All right. See ya. All right. See you. Peace. <laughs> okay, two chains line of the week. <laughs> uh, started off with movies. Um, so I did get a chance to watch Black Adam. Uh, since you talked highly of it last episode, it's better than White Adam, um, or 
you racist? I feel like I have to say it was better. You have to say you're racist. Yeah, or I'm Kyrie. Um, <laughs> I did see Black Adam, though. I really, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, so the writing wasn't as bad as like I was like hearing from like the critics and shit. Um, the action sequences were sick. Like that whole uh, thing you were talking about, like the like that was similar to Quicksilver in the uh, X Men movies. That was an awesome scene. Um, it was earlier in the movie too, so like it was nice to see it early. So I didn't like, oh well, that's coming later. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think The Rock did a good job with the performance. Uh, as far as the the uh, Justice League, uh, League of Society, whatever the hell it's called. Um, with like Dr. Fate, Adam Smasher, um, the Cyclone Girl, and uh, Hawkman. Um, I liked all that. Hawkman, I think, was a great character. Dr. Fate, Pierce Brosnan killed it for me. Um, and then Adam Smasher, I thought, like, he was like the comic relief kind of thing. I thought he, I thought he, like, oh, did. Centineo. Yeah, I think, I think, like, people, were, like, even the review you were saying, like, he wasn't really, like, that great i i thought he was funny and good like mm-hmm. exactly what they needed um he's kind of similar to like spider-man's like kind of comic relief okay you know what i mean uh, like fighting but talking while you fight yeah like, like in a funny way what are you doing mm-hmm. yeah. um uh i've never been in a fight before am i supposed to talk or supposed to do yeah yeah um so yeah i think it was a very good movie i think it sets up a good good stuff for the future of the dc film universe um, obviously like Superman being back and that shit. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's definitely worth the ticket. I think it's one of the better things that DC's put out. Um, what was the Henry Cavill after credit scene? So essentially the big spoiler of it. Everyone knows cause it rocks it after day two. So we'll wait this whole scene. Yeah. <laughs> so essentially at the end of the movie, um, Amanda Waller was trying, like the whole point of the movie was the, uh, justice society was trying to, apprehend black adam to mm. stop him from destroying Kondok, uh which was like his like nation that he in the comics like rules over protects over um but black adam helped them out so like they were like hey you're good just don't fuck up anything um but then at the end credit scene you see like a hologram a drone flies in and amanda waller pops up on a hologram uh she says like you know hey if you leave Kondok, i'm going to like we're gonna have some beef if you leave Kondok." Um, if you stay here, no worries. So he was like, well, you can't stop me even if I do want to leave. And he was, she was like, well, I can call in a few favors from out of this world. And then he destroys the drone. And then you see Superman like fly in and then it's Henry Cavill's character. And he walks up and he's like, Hey, I've been meaning to talk with you, black Adam. So yeah, just kind of confirming, you know, Henry Cavill's back as Superman. Thought it was a good thing and uh, sets up like you know a little feud between them. I guess I think it, I think The Rock's pushing for like a Superman versus Black Adam movie. I don't know why, but yeah, Rock's a little ambitious. He is. How about you? How about you fight Shazam first? Shazam, the person <laughs> you're like villain yeah. for. Um, I I I think like that would have been so much better from what I'm hearing if it wasn't Henry Cavill and it was Shazam. Shazam. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, it was just more of like the whole like oh shit Henry Cavill's back like kind of mentality. Yeah, that's where DC is like oh yeah people will love this it's Henry Cavill's back <laughs> but it just doesn't make sense. And then like Ben Affleck's Batman shows up, and then yeah. Zack Snyder comes in he's like yeah like I'm gonna make the next movie like like Zack Snyder himself is like himself. I'm canon. <laughs> then it's uh, Kristen Wiig's Cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about her. 
Um, that movie is garbage. Yeah. Ah. It was awful. First I, honestly, was I so can't really remember much of it. That's just proof it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Pedro Pascal was like that villain. Oh, yeah. He was like the... Um, Anything you want, you can grasp it. Yeah, it's, like, it's like a weird, like wishing well type <laughs> artifact that literally gives you whatever you want. And oh yeah, and she Chris Pine's like dead, but like <laughs> she sees him. Yeah, he's like not he's not like Steve Trevor, but he's like some guy that Diana sees as Steve Trevor. Yeah, so dumb. <laughs> um, that's all I had for Black Adam, though. I, I enjoyed it. I think most people would enjoy it too. Uh, then. Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever is dropping next week. We're going to have a little weird episode next week, kind of just hitting on the big segments, and we'll be watching Black Panther next week. So we'll have a full review for you in a couple of weeks here. Um, expecting big things. Yeah. Um, prediction of score. Prediction of of score? Next episode, we do a prediction of what we think to be in the movie. Oh, like Rotten Tomatoes score? Yeah, like what you, no, what you were going to give it. Uh, what I'll give it, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be top five solo movies. Top five. I don't think it'll be better than like Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be better than. These better Black Panther one. I think yeah, because for me, Black Panther one was essentially the plot of Lion King. Oh, Lion King essentially the plot of Hamlet. Yeah, and what's essentially the plot of it? I mean, they're told. Yeah, true, story. true. It all boils down to something, but, um, yeah, I think it'll be better than Black Panther one. Um, it might be top three solo movies. I think. Baron Ant Man. Yeah. See, I think it's gonna be a good movie. I don't know if it's gonna be my favorite. Yeah, you don't think? I think it's gonna be good. I think I'm gonna walk out and be like, wow, that's really good. Mm-hmm. But just not be my personal favorites because I really liked like the rewatch factors. Low. And, it, and, it, and it sucks because I, it's because so for me going into it, I think it's because I like Chadwick Boseman so much as, as yeah. Jala, that that will that be the hardest. Seeing that universe without him in it mm-hmm. is just it's not making me. It's making me less excited than yeah. I, what I should be. I think this movie would be sweet if Chadwick Boseman sadly didn't pass away. And I think it's still gonna be good because Ryan Coogler is made is like really good like. Director. creative mind like mm-hmm. director producer writer whatever like, everything he did for it mm-hmm. I like the rest of the cast I think Angela Bassett's gonna kill it yeah I, they just be a lot more of her or whatever what's her it, I think I think I might tear up at the beginning a little bit I probably when they will. go through like the whole like you know the funeral procession funeral stuff. processions of Chadwick Boseman. I definitely will yeah. that's sad it's real it's, it's gonna be tough real stuff. it's gonna yeah. be tough to watch I think man. Namor's gonna be sweet I think mm-hmm. uh, I think the actress plays Sherry's sweet yeah. She can be sweet Black Panther. I don't know. We'll see. I think I think it's a lock that she's Black Panther. She definitely is. Um, I also I think I also love um Dora Milaje. What's her name? Michonne. What's her actress's name? Um, I don't know her actress's name. But whatever, she's always good too. So mm-hmm. right. um I think my biggest like question mark going into that movie is Riri Williams. Ironheart. How's that gonna go? Yeah, I mean That's what I wanna know. I saw a little like tr- uh, sneak peek kind of thing with her and uh, the Dora Milaje girl and uh, oh, what's her name Shuri. Mm-hmm. Um, see, it seems seems like it's not bad. Like I, I can see the humor in it, and like it's not you know it's a good movie still. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's definitely going to be like she works at a she works she does a it lot seems of work like, at the yeah. Wakanda Embassy. It seems like it'll be like and uh, that's yeah. why she's in it because like why else would a girl from Chicago mm-hmm. yeah. be in a a story about a country. In Africa. Yeah, I think like they investigate her or something like because she has some like 
Wakandan tech or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she's like through through the being in that program, they know her. Yeah, yeah they find her. Um, all right. And next up, though, I have uh, apparently the guy who wrote the horror adaptation of the Winnie the Pooh movie is uh, going to be tackling Peter Pan next. A horror Peter Pan story. I would like that. I think it's I bad. Hate, movie. I hate horror movies so much. Yeah, yeah. But the premise is a boy kidnaps a guy kidnaps Kids. little boys. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's probably terrifying. the route they're gonna go too. That's terrifying. <laughs> and like, and like Captain Hook will be like some cop or something. Yeah, yeah, it could be sick. It could be sick. I hate horror movies. I probably won't watch it, but I think it's a really cool premise. I'd love to see a trailer for it. I probably won't watch the movie though. But I'm like really interested to see how they go about that. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then, uh, Justin Long was in a recent interview and in that he was asked about like dodgeball and like, you know, how was that being like being on set for that being in that movie? Asked them about like, obviously are they planning any sequels? And he said that Vince Vaughn apparently has a full script for dodgeball too, that Vince thinks would be successful, but Ben Stiller is hesitant to do a sequel just because the first movie was loved so much. Apparently like Stiller's the only thing, uh, holding this back from being greenlit. What do you think about a dodgeball two, written by Vince Vaughn? It's a hard thing to pass on for me. So dodgeball's one of my favorite comedy. Movies. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I'm kind of with Stiller. If Stiller's like looking at it and saying, "I don't want to do it because the first one's I don't want to fuck with the first one," mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then that I kind of trust that. Yeah, me too. But I also get where Justin Long saying. It's gonna be amazing if it gets great if it gets go. Mm-hmm. So like it's like if everyone's involved, everyone's in except yeah. for Stiller. But the fact that I'm, I gotta assume Stiller saw the script and he's still not gonna do it. Yeah, that makes me like a red flag. Yeah, I don't know if Ben Stiller saw the script or not, but either way, I'm very hesitant of sequels. After I'm not a big fan of these reboots after mm-hmm. decades. Or yeah, whatever. What, 2005, they, 2006. They never really work out. Like I think the only franchise that comes to mind that it's worked out for has been like american pie yeah reunion. for comedy was yeah 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 like i can't think like anchorman 2 sucked zoolander 2 sucked like i don't know yeah i'm thinking the other ones i mean they i mean they all suck i mean after shrek 2 like shrek 3 i heard shrek 3 is not that bad it or, just has or, to stack up either three or four Four isn't four. bad. Yeah, four, four isn't four, bad. Three might was, be a four. Three was crappy. I, I know one of them apparently is not that bad. Mm-hmm. But two's the best. Yeah, two's the best. The, I'm trying to think. There's other ones. I mean, non-comedy wise, like you got Star Wars. Yeah, that's true too. Uh, the only one I can think of non-comedy wise that did good after decades was Creed, Rocky, and Creed. Yeah, that's true. That Creed was out. successful, but it was kind of like a sequel, but more of a spinoff in a way. So I, you know, it's kind of like in its own category. To me. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's not like Rocky. I don't know what are they at seven, eight. You know, it was like Creed one. Indiana Jones, Crystal Skull. <laughs> yep, probably the next one. Probably the next one. <laughs> no, the next one I think is gonna be good. You think? The fact that I think he redeems himself. I don't know. This is it dark worries thing to, me. Dark thing to say. Do you think Harrison Ford's dying? I think he's just like get the fuck it point because he. Was I'm never gonna do this fucking shit. Now he's doing Indiana Jones again. Now he's in the MCU. Now he's Thunderbolt Ross. Is, is it something <laughs> happening to him where he's like, all right, I'm just gonna make a bunch of money real quick and pass it on to my mm-hmm. kids in peace? 
I don't know. I hope not. Knocking on wood, I hope it's not. It's kind of a dark thing to say, but like he, this is not his type of style, and he's doing it. But anyway, yeah. Dodgeball two. If they if they make it, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. If they don't make it, I won't mind. Yeah, I agree with that take. I agree with that take. Um, that's all I had for movies, though. Anything you want to toss in? No. All right. All right. Um, let's take it over to TV. First up, the uh, shows we watched, uh, Andor, Episode 9. Um, so this was another, you know, Episode 3 to the, you know, the way they've been doing things. The third episode of the series has been great. This one probably wasn't as big of a bop as 3 and 6, but was still pretty good. I love this me. one. I did uh, love the, it, I yeah. texted you when I was done. I think I'm totally in on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like... I don't know, the way... The acting. Everything in the prison was just sweet. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. seeing Andor... The end did sell me very the, much, though. That's also why I texted right after I watched the end. That got yeah. me so hyped. Yeah. Whenever, when like, as soon as they walk away, he's like, how many guards? Yeah. 12. No more than 12. Yeah, the whole past two episodes, he's like, hey, how many guards, man? Like, just tell me. And he's like, no, I'm not fucking up. My time I, here. My time's done. I'm, I'm getting out of here. And then all of a sudden, the guy from the second floor or whatever says, like, no, like they increased their sentences whenever they like they, no, they got out of prison. They, they like they, re-rolled they, they on. They never them. left. They're, yeah, they, they like re-rolled on their sentences. They just put them in a, a different floor, mm-hmm. and they did it on accident, and they, so they had to kill everyone on a floor. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's just insane. Yeah, and, and then this show and then just, just Andy really Serkis's good. character, great. He, he's such a good actor, man. I know. And like his delivery in that line, like there's twelve. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh fuck yeah. They're yeah. gonna break out of the prison next episode. It's gonna and be great. Andor, the whole episode, he was like, mm-hmm. you see how he has plans, kind of stuff. He goes to the bathroom, makes that pipe. Yeah, and then he's like talking to that dude. He's, he's like, hey, we can like hop up here, and like it's all good to go. It's yeah, just two like, guards. They don't have it on once they go down. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, he's a, he's a crafty through. motherfucker, man. Yeah. Um, I'm big on Andor. I'm big I'm on very Andor. Big on the show. Um, I also like like the whole episode. How like obviously they they were saying that this guy's not gonna make it. This old guy. Yeah. Um. What was the name? Ralph? Raul? Or something uh, like that? No, uh, uh, Olaf. Olaf. Olaf, yeah. It was Olaf. It's been spelled like U-L-A-F. Mm-hmm. I, I watched it with the uh, captions on. But like, it was just sad like how he was like struggling to help the team like build their uh, device or whatever. And they, Cassian's like, hey, let me just take over, man. And he's like, no, I got it. I, got, I can do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's just like, can't. You can't, bud. Um, I, uh, I had major old man from Squid Games vibe. See, I never watched Squid Games. Oh, it's a good show. I know it's good. Yeah. So good. I just like the hype died down. Like once season two is like coming out, I'll probably watch season one. Yeah, I, I really that's what like I'm it. thinking I'll do. Um, I just haven't gotten to it yet. But uh, also, the villain, the actress who portrait who plays the villain, I think she's great. Yeah, it's oh the, the creepy guy. Oh uh, the guy. Oh yeah, that creepy guy sucks. I, but it's I, great. Great I feel for, for him, but he's, he, I, I don't like him. <laughs> I think he's great for the story, though. He is good for the story, yeah. Uh, like, one, you're kind of rooting for him to, like, best Cassian by the end. Yeah, uh, someone pointed out on the breakdown videos I watch, like, mm-hmm. he's the type of person that a f- person who wants to build a fascist dictatorship would love. Yeah. He just goes with whatever. Yeah. He blindly yeah. follows. Yeah, he seems like a, he, he gives me, like, school shooter vibes. Yeah, incel. Mm-hmm. Incel. Yeah. Um. Vel and Mon Mothma are sisters. Mm-hmm. That was a big reveal too. Um, I'm not huge on the Mon Mothma stuff, but I, so I think it's boring. 
I think it I like I think I think she's I think it's great. Like I think mm. I think it's boring. I think she does great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think she's great. I just think the writing isn't great for her part of the story. And I yeah, I would even say it's the writing. I think this that storyline is boring to me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care about the politics side of things, which granted you need to know what mm-hmm. how that works, how yeah. like the logistics of all that stuff works. Yeah. So you have to mention it. Just focus a little bit less to give more screen time to the other cool stuff. Um but I do. I did like seeing her in the Senate again. I was gonna say that. And people yeah. were like, she's just trying to give a speech. Like we have to be like humanity stuff. It's like shut up. <laughs> like people were just, like yelling. I just her, love like, how like we're booing her when you're done with the meeting. You just turn off your little headlights and your little like space pod thing. Yeah. And it's just like, hey, I'm done. Like wow. it's just your mute button or something in yeah. Teams. <laughs> like, it was cracking me up. You just see like all these little floating pods going around, turning off their little headlights. I did see an <laughs> Easter egg. To a real life. Yeah. Um, the, in the Senate, when she's doing stuff, someone yelled, uh, you're you're lying. The guy, she's giving her speech. Yeah. In real life, when Obama, back when he was president, he was giving like a, a, uh, a dress or whatever. Yeah, I remember Congress, that. There were congressmen yelled, you're a liar. Like, right. whatever word it mm-hmm. was he said, yeah. they had it the same one in hand. Oh, gotcha. Um, I, I think this whole situation would be with Mon Mothma would be, like, so better if, like, Palpatine was involved in the Senate meetings. Yeah, show him? Yeah, just show him. Yeah. yeah. Show him or have him speak. Maybe they're building to that. I don't know. <laughs> I just think it would be a lot better of a story if Palpatine was more, not, like, heavily but, involved, but, like, shown more. I'm curious, because we never really had it, is, I wonder if Palpatine's, a like, a public figure at this point and where the storyline is. Cause obviously I, after, after the whole order 66 stuff and bad batch, we saw him like address the people, mm-hmm, but like yeah. the Jedi try to take over, look at my deformity because of them. Mm-hmm. We had to stop him. Yeah. But like, I wonder if like he actually, can show, he's an emperor. He doesn't probably even show up the Senate meetings. Yeah. I think it's kind of like, but I think it's kind of like the president where like he has like a state of the union address kind of thing. Yeah. Every you know, once every once in a while. So like, I think you could put him in like one of these meetings or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It'd be cool if they're at least building to that. Maybe episode like twelve, we get that. I think that would be sick. But yeah, I, I feel like that's what we're gonna see. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love the story. The whole prison sequence is awesome. Andy Serkis is a great actor. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else from Andor though? Nope. I want K two S O back. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I actually do. I do want one other thing. Um, He's coming. I think Banks is gonna be in the prison too. Oh, she get oh. Like he's going to escape. She's coming in. And he's like, "Fuck!" I got. And he gets to go back, turn yeah, back around, yeah. grab her. Mm-hmm. Because she's well. We saw the interrogation. With that, the was thing on her head. that was messed up. That was very messed up. Um, like yeah, we have these alien species that die, and they just cause people to go mad when you hear their screams of terror. <laughs> it's like what the so fuck? messed yeah, up. Like Jesus, man. Like yeah, and then when we we had babies die or kids dying, like it makes this sound, and it's like what, like. So messed up. It was messed up, man. It was um, some evil shit. It was like it got that's what dark. that's why I like about the show. It gets show gets dark. It did get dark, yeah. Um yeah, big fan. Like you said, big fan of the show. Um, where do you rank it so far? Star Wars shows. Is it above I'm assuming above Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Is it above I think it. season one of Mandalorian? We're not doing we're not breaking I'm not breaking this down into seasons. Mandalorian is mean, a whole Clone Wars as a whole, Rebels as a whole, all better than Andor. Yeah. We'll see how it ends, though. What other shows are there? Book of Boba Fett? 
Yeah, that's pretty much. And then Tales of the <laughs> Jedi, which is not even a real show. It's like yeah. fifteen minute shorts. Yeah. Which hey, good segue. Which I honestly kind of like that better. <laughs> I like Andor a lot. Yeah. Well, with that nice segue, uh, the next show, Tales of the Jedi, uh, it's a six episode like mini series on Disney Plus. Um, last week it premiered, but we didn't get a chance to watch all six episodes. This week we did get a chance to watch all six. Um, yeah, it was sick, man. Like, so sweet. I hope they make more. Like a whole backstory on Ahsoka and a whole backstory on Count Dooku. Excellent. Like more specifically Count Dooku's for me, just because like seeing his turn to the dark side, you know, seeing how like he was kind of like with uh, Qui-Gon where he was like, hey, you know, the Jedi are making bad decisions, just bad moves all around. And they're not listening. And, oh, shit, now Qui-Gon was trying to tell you about the Sith Lord. You didn't listen. And now Qui-Gon's dead. Well, he knew. Well, yeah. He knew that he was pissed at Palpatine for killing Qui-Gon. Yeah. But Palpatine He's also pissed at the Jedi for not listening to him, though. Yeah. I... This made... Just the three ten-minute episodes with him made me like him so much more. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, The Yaddle shit... Yeah, I also d- I didn't like how she spoke normally. I hated that. <laughs> I did hate that. It makes makes Yoda just a weird ability. He's just like he's a speech or something. He's a speech impediment or something like that. <laughs> just feel bad for Yoda now. Yeah, but I do. And now Grogu's not going to talk like that probably either. Yeah, that was probably the teaser. You know, what if he's like, oh, come on, Dad. Let me- what if it's like like the uh, CGI Pinocchio they did where it was like. Uh, Mar- uh, what is it? Pauly Shore. It's Pauly Shore. What did he say? There's like, uh, like, I just want to be a real boy. Yeah, but he just so everything he said just didn't make sense. Like, it was so off. Like, Dad, I just want to be a bounty hunter. <laughs> I don't want to do my force training today, Dad. <laughs> so annoying. Um, but yeah, no, I I also love how all the details the show went into, mm-hmm. where it's mm-hmm. like. Oh, we saw Yad on the Yad on the council, but when we saw the council at Qui Gon's funeral, she was there. Why not? Well, that's why showed you that she died. <laughs> yeah, just or, tying up loose ends. Yeah, like every Filoni's little. great at that shit. Like, every little thing, like Mace Windu got the uh, when he got the council yeah, spot over that. Dooku. Like mm-hmm. it just it just fills in a lot of gaps. I also we talked about we're talking about the council Dooku stuff, but the Soka stuff too. First episode, cute as baby Soka. Yeah, didn't really do much. Like it was kind of, of awesome though, where she was like with that tiger creature, just staring him in the eyes, and Tiger's like, "All right, you're cool." Yeah, but <laughs> whatever the Soka training episode when it ended to, yeah. with the last episode of Clone Wars, mm-hmm. I rewatched the the last four episodes of Clone Wars. You after, did after I watched that, yeah. I was like, "This is so sick." Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it was a cool transition. I did like that. I didn't Soka like the first part of the, Yeah, I didn't like the too. first part of the story with the whole like village she was at. Like where uh, the where the girl learned about her Jedi powers and she stuck around. Like you should have left. Yeah, should have left at that point. But uh, and that guy was just an idiot. Like oh yeah, I'm gonna call the Empire on this Jedi. Yeah. And it's like yeah, that's not gonna work out, bud. Yeah, you're <laughs> an idiot. Um, Inquisitor, sick, but though. the Inquisitor was sick. The Inquisitor in that fight with the Inquisitor was awesome. Which I pointed someone pointed out too. The very samurai uh, movie style. The fight wasn't long. It's mm-hmm. quick, but it's like you got everything you needed. Yeah. Like exactly. you didn't need to make a super long one. She mm-hmm. like ended it quickly. Yeah. Without a lightsaber. Yeah. Showing her true power. Like she's a badass. Um, yeah. I, I, re- I really like the show as a whole, though. Mm-hmm. What's some other good ones we can get? Mace Windu. I think 
I think they should, if they do more to it, they should maybe do Luke after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Like the Academy. Yeah. That'd be a good one. That'd be a really good one that I could see him doing. Like down the road, they want to do a couple. Mm-hmm. Not, not the you next can even one. have Mark Hamill voice it, too. Yeah, because we always want him to. He's too old to come back to play the in between. Like the mm-hmm. CGI stuff we saw in uh, Boba Fett was like cool, mm-hmm. but you can't do a whole show like that. Yeah. But yeah. if you want to do an animated film, some of the gaps of the stories, maybe mm-hmm. like young Ben. Uh, solo and stuff yeah, like you that. You can even like if even if he has like a raspier voice, you can like de-age it a little bit too. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, yeah, I, I I think Luke would be really cool with it because I mean even in the um, Battlefront campaign, you see him mm-hmm. looking for the antiques or the uh, relics yeah. and stuff like Damn, that. I forgot about that campaign. That campaign was sick. It was sick. very sick. What yeah. if you do something with that range? That'd be quite cool. I don't know if they do this, but it'd be kind of cool for me. What about Fallen Order? Doing a story of that, making a canon. Like a I, cow, think, I don't know if it's canon or not. Yeah, but it like is, Cal Kestis. It is canon. Yeah, make that, make that a show too, like Cal Kestis. Mm-hmm. Also, speaking of uh, old Jedi like kind of like thing, um, did you see Kanan Jarrus? Oh, yeah. In, in, uh, in the training the room. In the training room, yeah. yeah. I caught that. Which, that sick. a little plot hole with it, because like Ahsoka and Kanan Jarrus, pretend like they don't know each other. They meet for the first time in Rebels. Eh, maybe, you know. He's younger. Maybe yeah, he, like, someone someone said uh on someone one breakdown said you can argue Ahsoka, there's a lot of younglings around and they all mm. look up to her so that she probably would remember him. Yeah. But he was should remember her. May yeah, but like also like she was like not known at that point too. Right? Like that was no. when she was starting her training. She that was before she was that, an apprentice, right? No, that was after. <laughs> uh, okay. So there's oh, a way right, okay. you can tell by the way she's wardrobe, someone pointed out too. When we first meet her in the movie in the first season of Clone Wars, mm-hmm. she has a tank top and like white pants. Okay. Or like white leggings underneath mm-hmm. or whatever. Then the later season she has like a f- no tank top, it's like a full thing. Yeah. And like the white leggings are gone. In the first training, she had no tank top, but she still had the white leggings to show that it's right in between Seasons like one and two, okay. or season two and three of Clone Wars. Gotcha. And I like that too. How like Anakin was like, you know, doing some side training. Like, hey, like you know, it's a lot different when you're out in the battlefield. If you can, if you can best these clone troopers, then you can best all the droids out there. Mm-hmm. And also, subjectively training her for Order sixty six. Yeah, yeah, that was like just such a sweet scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope all this training paid off, and then it's like right where that I give, give Filoni the keys to the car. Just let him do it all. Make go, make him the Feige of fucking Star Wars. Him and Favreau. If you're into the Star Wars nerd, go rewatch the Clone Wars. Last yeah, if you haven't seen it, you're so into good. Star Wars. It's a very good watch. It's Highly amazing. recommend. It's amazing. Um, but all right, uh, the rest of the TV though. Um, I know you don't watch The Witcher, but a lot of controversy with The Witcher I, right now. I know what it is. I heard it. Yeah. So, um, it was announced from Netflix that Henry Cavill will be stepping down from his role as Geralt from for Witcher season four. They already filmed season three, so that's going to be coming out with uh, Henry Cavill. But season four, he's going to be replaced by Liam Hensworth. (laughs) (laughs) That's just like a bad look, too. It's like Geralt at home kind of thing. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Fans are already petitioning for Cavill to return. Uh, Apparently, though, it seems that Cavill disagrees with the show's direction following season three. Um, My buddy's wife, uh, Lexi, who's a big, like, what's your fan? She played all the games, read all the books, like that kind of jazz. Um, Like, we watched, like, a lot of season two together, and I'd noticed, like, how she was, like, cringing at some parts because, like, it diverted from the books and games a little bit. But she's like, it's okay. Like, it's not, like, bad, but, like, you know, it's definitely, like, they're changing a lot of stuff. 
And then season three, if Henry Cavill's leaving after all that and seeing what's coming season four, if he's leaving, that's a bad sign. It looks like Netflix is just kind of like doing their Netflix thing of ruining a franchise. Yeah. And um, Henry Cavill, I mean, he, the reason he got cast is he's a big nerd. Yeah, he loved the games. He and played them all. And, and the fact that he doesn't like it, that means, <laughs> yeah. It's, I remember I saw an interview with him where there was like G4, someone interviewing him. And they were like, whenever he got casted for Geralt, they were like, so what is it, Xbox or PlayStation? He was like, PC. And it was like, that's like a fucking nerd answer right there. Very nerd know? answer. Um, but yeah, so I'm probably out on the show personally. But it worries me because Netflix All my is, friends are too. Yeah. All my friends are talking about it. They hate, they hate it. Because mm-hmm. season one was great. And then season two definitely took a little dive down. But like now it's like, I don't even care about it anymore. Um, but it scares me because... Netflix is doing the live action uh, Avatar, where the creators step down from that too, mm-hmm. and they're also this is more for me, but they're also doing a live action One Piece, the anime that I've been watching, mm-hmm. and I'm worried about that too. Well, not in, in, not in the anime at all. Mm-hmm. But I always heard that Cowboy Bebop live yeah, action bomb flopped, too. but the yeah. but that's like a great anime. So that's like the that's the second thing they're ruining. Possibly four things they're ruining. Netflix. Way to go. But hey, Stranger Things, man. <laughs> At least they got that going for Season them. Season five, part one. Go check it out. Yeah. At least they got that going for mm-hmm. them. Um, then next up, so Aubrey Plaza was uh, casted for House of Harkness to join alongside Catherine Hahn as the villain for the show. They also casted some other guy, which people are speculating is going to be older. Um, Speed or Wiccan, one of the two. So I don't know. I think this show. I'm not really excited for it, but it might be like some world opening shit. I don't know. That'd be cool. I I think Aubrey Plaza is a good casting though. Like I'm just envisioning, envisioning something her, spooky, something creepy. Her something. as a witch just sounds like a good casting to me. She is a witch. I, mm-hmm. I'm sold. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do, I do love, I, I do love that casting. I think it's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. I, I hope it's good. I always hope the MCU projects work out. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one though, this one I, I don't know about, but the MCU confirmed they'll be making a Vision Disney Plus show. Uh, right now, it has a running title, Vision Quest. I'm out on the title. <laughs> it's a, it's a comic. Uh, it's a comic book arc. Is it's it Vision Quest? Vision Quest. It's uh, it's White Vision. <laughs> It's right after White Vision. Yeah. Um, so in the comics, it's a West Coast Avengers story. Okay. okay. Um, where after, basically we saw in WandaVision, after Vision gets dismantled, White mm-hmm. Vision happens, he goes off and they have to go like kind of find him and stuff like that. And he, there's a lot of like, I, I just watched a video about this last night kind of explaining the comic book story of it. Mm-hmm. And the story is pretty cool. Okay. I, mean, I don't I know how they're going to the story do being cool, but... I saw Vision Quest and I was just thinking about like tripping peyote in the desert or something Aaron like Rogers. an yeah like or entourage like going into the desert yeah. and shrooms. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. It just seemed like a weird title to me, but yeah. I, a, like by the way, said, it's I over. The show being oh, it's over. Yeah, I got the point. Damn it! Eagles are still undefeated. Let's go Astros. Let's go Astros. Oh yes, I'll check it out. But, <laughs> yeah, I forget. Look up the Vision Quest thing. It's it's a West Coast Avengers story, which a lot of people were excited because that might mean, hey, West Coast Avengers are a thing, and the West Coast Avengers. Is there anybody notable in the West Coast Avengers? The founder of the West Coast Avengers is Hawkeye. Both Hawkeyes, Kate Bishop and 
Clint Barton. Okay. Um, the one the original run was Clint Barton. They rebooted it and is Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. Um, Mockingjay, which is Clint Barton's wife in the MCU now, Laura. Um, she Hulk is like their lawyer because she's out in L.A. Um, okay. And then there's there is there is like another Wonder Man which they casted. Yeah, I did see that too. And someone else, Nathan like, Fillion, is it? No, it's a it's a it's a black gentleman. Uh, okay. I forget who. I don't know. Um, it, it's, a, it's a it's a guy I recognized. Gotcha. But yeah, the the West Coast Avengers has a good lineup. It would be cool if the TV shows got to a point where. Oh, Wanda's in it too. I forgot Wanda's in the West Coast. It'd be cool if the TV shows got to a point where like kind of all the TV show characters just intermingle in each of their like each different show. Yeah, you know, like you get She Hulk in this, you get you know maybe Daredevil pops up, you know, whatever. Like all these characters, like it's like your own little universe with the TV, but it also does connect to the MCU still. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's it's, it's like it. it's a Yaya Abdul Mateen mm-hmm. is uh, Wonder Man. I recognize him. Okay. I, I mean, people one. are shitting on Phase Four, but like the way I look at it is like when Phase One was coming out, we weren't really like there. The hype wasn't so massive for the MCU. I'd say Phase Two really made the hype massive with like Winter Soldier and you know Ultron you know showing you Thanos getting the infinity gauntlet and all that stuff like it really just started kicking off at phase 2 which means phase 5 it'll be kicking off for this so- arc or this uh mm-hmm. saga i guess it's called yeah um so i don't know i mean i i, I understand the it. backlash but i think it's just a little bit unjustified and i think we need to wait until you know once the villain gets more inclusive with the story and things like that where we see Kang, you know, kind of formulating his motives and plans before we like fully judge the multiverse saga. I I'm, I, I like what I'm gonna see. We're gonna see an Ant Man, Ant Man and Wasp. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, founders, founding Avengers of West Coast Avengers: Hawkeye, Mockingbird, which is her, mm-hmm. War Machine, okay, Wonder Man, yeah. and Tigra. Uh, Kristen uh, Wiig. <laughs> <laughs> The same person with the tiger's name was in uh, the Hawkeye series, Friends of Kate Bishop. Uh, then yeah. um, the first first class of recruits is Hank Pym, Iron Man, which Scott is in San Francisco. That's West Coast. Mm. Iron Man, The Thing, Ben Grimm, Moon Knight, Ooh. The Wasp, uh, Scarlet Witch, and Vision. Damn. And then the other recruits, the last set of recruits was um, Quicksilver, U.S. Agent, Human Torch, uh, Spider Human Woman, Darkhawk. Then the reboot with Kate Bishop as Hawkeye, uh, Miss Chav- America Chavez, Gwenpool, um, Jeff the Baby Landshark. <laughs> All right, we're Alloy. On. We're going to the C Kid tier. Omega. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're in the C tier. We're in the C tier. <laughs> but there's a, there's an interesting group of casting that we have. Like there's characters on there that we have. There's a, all those late characters you name were like at fucking Abominations Retreat. And she <laughs> all like, yeah, like yeah. the porcupine dude, man bull. <laughs> uh, but all right, let's take it over to music. Uh, your jams of the week. So I got four here. Um, one of them you're probably gonna hear a lot because it's the Black Panther song for uh, Wakanda Forever. It's Rihanna's "Lift Me Up." Beautiful song. Wake me up. It's not like a jam, but you know it's a beautiful song. I think it's a good bop. Like you know, if, if you're into that kind of vibe. Um, so that's the one you'll probably be hearing a lot, especially if you go see Black Panther. Um, then I got a jam by Fred again, dot, dot, dot. And it's called Clara, parenthesis, The Night is Dark. What kind of name is that? 
I don't know. It's 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 an EDM vibe. It's a house music song. It's a nice filler house music song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I got uh, this is where I was a little bit debating, but I think the next one I got is "In My Head" by Juice World. Another song after Juice World's death coming yeah, out. Like, he he <laughs> he has so many songs still coming out. He died. He died. So many po- postmortem songs. Yeah. He how many? How when did he die? I want to say like 2019, yeah. It was before COVID. Yeah, and then the, then his album came out in 2020 with like Come and Go and Wishing Well. Come and Go came, came out right after the bubble championship for NBA because mm-hmm. that was fresh when I made my video for mm-hmm. the NBA season. Yeah. And yeah. that was after. And that adds before. up because that's 2020, so 2019. That's, be... late, that's fall 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jam of the Week, I'm going to give it Dancing in the Rain by Young Gravy. That's a bop. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a classic song he remixed and throws his young gravy vibe into. But it's a vibe. You can check out that playlist on Spotify, Talking Dirty Jams, as well as the podcast on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. You yeah, you yeah. with that Ryan, take it away with closing statements. Shout out to Catch Brothers Painting, four one two seven eight four one five seven seven. Um as always, thank you for the sponsorship. Um go check out Puck and Dirty. Yeah. On our channel on Wednesdays, spinoff pod, a spinoff pod. We right now we're doing it every Wednesday, we're releasing it, but it's not going to be like that forever. Don't mm-hmm. It's not going to be every week. Um, but yeah, definitely go check that out. Go follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter too at Dairy J Hockey. Uh, we, I mean, it's Florida Dave running it. Mm-hmm. I'm producing it. It's a lot of stuff that we're going to be you're going to be hearing over here as well. Yeah. Um. But we also might just, me and Dave were talking to him, might just have you on. Instead of him coming on talking to you, you just come on uh, Puck and Dirty. Yeah. And we'll just reference it on here. That's fine by me. <laughs> to save us time. Yeah. But, all right. Uh, two chains. One of the week. I smoked weed out, out the plants I sold and rapped about this shit. Yeah. Put her on track. Had her running laps around this dick. True. All right. See you guys. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell. I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. As she swept back her hair, I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time. I know I'm out of line, but I know that it gets better. Come on, show me a sign. As we're dancing here in the perfect side of weather. Dance all night to the beat, beat, beat. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat. Only then will you know what I mean. Baby, you're messing up my phrasing. It's questions that you're raising. Just know you really drive me fucking crazy. And even though I like your state of mind, right, girl? Wrong time. Time has passed, the days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go, even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind, these things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in
Peace.